Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. Lone star belt buckles and old faded Levi's, and each night begins a new day. If you don't understand him, he don't die young. He'll probably just ride away. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Guitars that drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Cause they never stay home and they're always alone. Even with someone they love. Cowboys like smoky old pool rooms and clear mountain mornings. Warm puppies and children and girls of the night. Them that don't know him won't like him, and them that do sometimes won't know how to take him. He ain't wrong, he's just different, but his pride won't let him do things to make you think he's right. song that uh, me and Waylon Jennings wrote one night. Called a good-hearted woman in love with a good time and man. Well, a long time forgotten her dreams. I just fell by the way. And the good life he promised ain't what she's living today. She never complains of the bad times or the bad things he's done. She just talks about the good times they've had and all the good times to come. She's a good-hearted woman in love with a good-time man. And she loves him in spite of his ways that she don't understand. Through teardrops and laughter, they're gonna pass through this world hand in hand.
likes the nightlife, the bright lights, and his good time of friends. And when the party's all over, she'll welcome him back home again. All know she don't understand him, but she does the best that she can.
what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide Yo. badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Here we go. Good Thursday slash Friday Eve morning. Ass family, welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. And it's a Thursday, and you know what that means, don't you? Bucky's Yeah. Bucky's. Went to Bucky's already today. Had an early trip to Bucky's. Let me, let me, if you're ever driving through a state that has a Bucky's, that means you're somewhere in the South. You're in God's country. Uh, look, they got great barbecue. They got good barbecue for gas stations. I ain't going to say it's great because I've had great barbecue. It's really, really good. And their barbecue sandwiches are, are good. They, they're fantastic. Their breakfast is where it's at. Breakfast burrito. I, I got the beast today, and that's got everything in it except beans. You got to get the one, the hippo. That one's got the beans in it. That one's a good burrito. And then I thought I grabbed, it was in the croissant pile. I grabbed a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, but it was a biscuit. Boy, that shit was dry as a motherfucker. Thank God I had some Dr. Pepper to go down. Had to go Bucky's, get my Copenhagen. Why? Because today is a huge day. It is. It's t-shirt time? Yeah. What kind of t-shirt time? Yes. The return. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. And look, here's the big deal. We have announcement. There's a guest. Yes, a guest today in T-shirt time. Braddy Kid got one of her Christmas presents last night. We went out to dinner last night. Everybody, was, everybody wants to know why are you doing Christmas so early. We got stuff coming up next week to where we can't really do it on Christmas. So we're we're doing stuff. Last night we went to a place called Three Forks for our big Christmas dinner. Then we looked at some lights and did all that kind of stuff. And, and she got one of her Christmas presents, and it was the naked Arnie shirt. Because who? I mean, who doesn't want a naked Arnie shirt? So she made T-shirt time not only last night showing it up, but today. And then I wore my signature A-shirt, which you can find at tpublic.com. Just go to tpublic, type in the Arnie State Show, boom, they'll show you all the shirts we got available. So there you go, T-shirt time taken care of. You know, it is the holidays, and I haven't played this very often, so... Uh... Try not to be a cunt, it's Christmas. Way to kick off the morning, right? I mean, I mean, Christmas is next week, next Saturday, a week from this Saturday, Christmas Eve, a uh, week from tomorrow. Next week we got Christmas music. Sorry for all you people that hate Christmas music, but I, I, I got to do it. 
Uh, a lot of the jokes next week. We've started imploring some of the jokes this week with Christmas stuff. Uh, you know what? Let, let's just get to jokes real quick. Well, actually, let's get to good mornings first. Hangtown Jen was the first one here, and she didn't realize that. So, Hangtown Jen, just for you, for you being first one here, I'm going to tell you about Rudolphing. The act of performing oral sex on a woman who's on the rag. Did you see Dave's face this morning? He looked like someone forced fed him a kitten through a meat grinder. Why? He didn't realize his GF was bleeding and ended up Rudolphing her. There you go. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> we even threw a, a Christmas flare into that. Oh, man. Uh, yes, so happy more. Uh, first one here is Hangtown Jen. Happy Thursday, ass family. Hot Mama says happy Friday Eve, ass. Arise says good morning. Triple T is in the house. He says great tunes. Good morning, ass family. Andrew, happy Friday Eve as well. How you doing, buddy? In front says good morning. Hangtown Jen finally realized she was first. Good. Uh, Straight Fire says good morning, ass. You guys rule. Scott says happy Friday Eve, ass family. Mike D says morning, folks. V Coop says Braddy Kid already soaked through her shirt, probably. Uh, Cowboys Girl says good morning, ass family. I saw your Christmas gift, Braddy Kid. One lucky girl. Yes, and you can get that same shirt at tpublic.com. My wife is going into the hospital next week to prepare for a burnt bone marrow transplant. I'm getting her the Naked Arnie shirt for <laughs> her support around the hospital. Nice. That's fantastic. <laughs> Ratburger just texted <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> Hangtown Jen says, oh, fuck, now you're ruining Christmas treasures such as Rudolph. Fuck you, dirty birds. Uh, Ratburger says, come on, man, there are listeners eating breakfast. Good thing I never use ketchup. Oh, that's good stuff. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a spectacular day. Uh, let's see, what else do we got to get to? Oh, we, we do have uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Look, I'm going to announce it now. I'm going to say it now, but we'll give you the rest of the story when when Joe's on. Urban Meyer has been fired from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, by the way, I'm just going to let you know right now, I, I hate doing this, and I, I'm going to end up having to do it to Joe. Uh, but Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I, I, I kind of did. I, I saw that writing on the wall. But we'll get more into that when uh, Joe is here in the next segment going over all the NFL games. Um Let's see, uh, da, 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 da. anything else I got to remind everybody of here? Let's see, uh, go to newest sound effects. I did t-shirt time, Bucky's, that, that, that. Okay, we're all good. Uh, let's start the show, shall we? Uh, yesterday, Joe Biden did not have a good day. And, and, and you know what? I'm starting to enjoy his bad days a lot more. I, I don't feel bad for him whatsoever because he is such a piece of human garbage. Joe Biden, Joe Biden went to uh, check the, 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 the tornado damage in Kentucky. I'm glad he knows where Kentucky is because, remember, he thought Nevada was on the East Coast. Um, but he did say that, that he was going to go to Kentucky. And when he got there, he was greeted with a Trump flag and someone yelling, Let's go, Brandon! I, you know what? I wish I could be around him when he heard that. How great would that be? How great would that be just to see how much this bothers him? Because you know it does. You know he doesn't let this slide off his back. Especially he's there. He's going to take this one a little bit more personal, you think? 
He's there looking at the damage, trying to do the presidential thing. Look, look, I'm just going to let you in on this little secret here. Presidents do this shit all the time. They go to these these weather beat-down areas, these natural disasters, and honestly, they they really don't care. They just want it, it, to. It's a it's a good it, it's a good moment for them to be photographed with the people that are suffering. And I, I'm just going to tell you that this is every president. This isn't just Joe Biden. This is every single president. And he's there, he's glad-handing people, promising people all kinds of shit. He ain't going to know. Hey, I, I, I don't like it. I, I mean, I guess people enjoy it when the president comes to town and they sit down in, in, in a building like I'm looking at right now and a big U-shaped tables are all set up. You know, all the first responders, the head of the first responders, they get to go in there and they get to talk with the president. And the president then promises them all this federal disaster money, and they, they end up getting most of it. But it, it, he could do this on Skype. I mean, come on. I, I, look, I think it's very important that they go and check it out. They don't really care. It's not like the president's got a fucking hard hat on and, and digging through rubble. Um. You prefer, I think of him as much more easygoing and perhaps a little goofy. He sees the flag, sees the guy cheering, and lets the mood take him. He starts smiling and clapping his hand and chanting along, let's go, Brandon. His handlers are trying with all their might to stop him. Mr. President, you cannot actively cheer against yourself, please. I would love that. I would love that. Yes, Warbird, I know the let's go, Brandon is your favorite chant of all time. Yeah, And everybody thinks I'm narcissistic. Oh, man. Big Coo says that's rude as hell because he'll start thinking his name is Brandon. Who is this Brandon character? I, I let, let me just say, I will bet you dollars to donuts that he is, he asked someone in his, fucking, in his fucking party, in his group, who's this Brandon fella? I, I guarantee. I was, I, I guarantee. He asked who Brandon is. At one point, when this first all started, he, who's this Brandon fellow? What did he do? And I mean, as like one of his aides, do you tell him? That would be interesting. You know, Joe Biden, he wakes up from one of his seven and a half hour naps and he takes three of a day. He wakes up and he hears the chant, let's go, Brandon. He hears that and he and he goes to like one of his aides and goes, Who's this Brandon fella everybody's talking about? Look, I had an old father who asked those goofy kind of questions all the time. You know Joe asked that once. You know it. And his poor aide is like, man, do I tell him? Do I, do I tell him it's a NASCAR driver or do I say this is an anti-Biden chant? You know, that person ran off to their supervisor. He asked. He asked. He asked. <laughs> They hit a red button. Defcon 2. Defcon 2. He asked the question. Well, Mr. President, what happened was this. <laughs> How great would it be? And by the way, this has to be explained to him once a week. 
Buenos dias, ogre. Once a week, he wakes up from one of his seven-and-a-half-hour naps, which he takes three of a day. Once a week, he wakes up, and he hears the Let's Go Brandon chant and goes, who is this Brandon character? Wait, wait, you don't remember me telling you? No, no, nobody's told me about this Brandon character. This is the first I'm hearing of it. That would be so great. That's the job I want in the White House. I want to be the guy who tells him what the Let's Go Brandon chant means. By the way, he also had a bad day yesterday, and I couldn't be happier about this. Good old Joe Manchin, the Democrats' Democrat there, snapped after reports of his opposition to the child tax credit killed Biden's hopes for the Senate to pass the Build Back Better bill by Christmas. He said, this is bullshit. No, this is the senator. You're bullshit. He yelled at a reporter. Biden's hope for a Build Back Better bill for Christmas appears to be dashed. It's gone. Now, Manchin is denying he's opposed to the child tax credit. But everything else, oh, he's in favor of. Biden even admitted his $1.75 trillion Build Back Better bill was not a done deal. No, it, it it's over. It, bye-bye. See ya. The Senate passed up, or they wrapped up their uh, must-pass legislation to-do list on Wednesday, and this was not a part of it. So once again, let's go, Brandon. I, I, I just saw a story out of the corner of my eye. I don't know about y'all, but I'm fucking sick and tired of Billie Eilish, or whatever her fucking name is. Famous people are nobody, she recalls. Nuts experience at the Met Gala as she compares prestigious fashion event to high school. I, I, I'm really tired of hearing about her. Obviously, she got a new record out. She was just on Saturday Night Live. And by the way, worst Saturday Night Live episode ever. I, I, I mean, it was awful. She's not funny. She's not cute. She's not a good singer. I, 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 don't, I don't understand the appeal with her. I really don't. She's a frumpy girl that looks like she smells like mold and, and, and cigarettes that have been uh, squashed out for save for later. That's what she looks like. She looks like she smells like rust. That, that, that's the best description I can give her. Like, I, I don't know. She may bathe. I, I doubt it. She probably does a whore's bath. Does the underarms, the crotch, and the feet, and that's it. Yeah, ogre, exactly. Exactly. Spoken like a famous person who is already wealthy, beloved, etc., and reminding the common peasant to know their place and not strive for fame and fortune. Yeah, this is an event where she wore a gown that probably cost $100,000. Tickets for the event were $30,000. fucking thousand dollars. I, I, I'm, I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her belly aching and putting that. If you hate the celebrity life so much, then, then don't be a part of it. How about that? How about that? You don't have to have security go around everywhere you go. You want to put on concerts, that's great, but don't have security. See what happens then, hon. 
Why don't you talk about how stupid your fans are? They'll go away. Billy Eilish was a prom queen because they thought they were rewarding a downy. <laughs> I, I, but I, I, I am just sick and tired of her. I, I, I look, look, I, you can like her, I guess. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you who you can and can't like. Who, who am I to tell you that? But, but this gal, she, she ain't that good of a singer. She really isn't. And she wears all these over-fucking-sized clothes because she thinks she's cool. She's, she's not cool. I don't know why she doesn't want to show her body off. I, I, and, and by the way, I don't care. I, don't, I really don't care that she wears all these oversized crap. Because I, I, I'm done. I'm, I, I'm done with Billie Eilish. She's not going to be the next Gaga. She's not, she, shit, she's not going to be the next Tori Amos. For fuck's sake. Just have your 15 minutes, enjoy it, fucking cash your checks, and then go the fuck away. How about that? Now, uh, I know that my, my people in northern Nevada and northern California are getting hit right now. Holy shit. Eight feet of snow is possible in the mountains this weekend? Powerful storm wallop California with heavy rain and snow on Tuesday. The storm wreaked travel havoc across the state due to the rain and snow. Nearly seven inches of rain fell before dawn Tuesday in one area of Santa Barbara. I don't care about that area. I care about the Sierra Nevada. Two to four feet of snow is forecast to pile up. More than six feet of snow fell in Nevada at Mount Rose, they say. And once again, somebody's saying, this is so bad, it's so thick. What do you want? Do you want the snow or do you not want the snow? Stop it with that. It's whiteout conditions right now in Tahoe. We got over three feet of snow from Tuesday night to Wednesday morning. Holy shit. But wasn't last year kind of a down year? Fred says we need all the snow. All of the snow. Yes, I, I agree. See, this is a thing I've never, ever gotten. I've never, ever gotten this. See, y'all get it. Y'all get it, but I, I, I've never understood why people do this? I guess I do get it too because people can't be happy no matter what. I remember, like, like, look, I'm from Texas. I like heat. I, I, we don't have the drought here because it rains here like a motherfucker all the time. So we're we're not gonna have to worry about anything here. I hate the snow. Hate it with every fiber of my being. Cannot stand it. Don't like it. Don't want it. Don't don't need it. Okay, that's why I moved back. Um. But, like, there were years, there was like a seven-year drought in Northern California, Northern Nevada, where they didn't hardly get any snow at all. And then they get snow, and they bitch and moan because it's too much snow. Huh? What's too much snow? You got ski resorts. There can't be such a thing as too much snow. Unless unless it was like an Arctic fucking, I don't even know what to say, an Arctic blizzard. But still, you need the damn snow. Hangtown says, yeah, last year sucked. Ogre says, don't forget, we need the snow. 
But all of y'all living up there soon won't be able to use emergency generators. You can't freeze to death. Yes, remember that. Next year, no more generators. And this year sucked as well till now. Imagine we went through Thanksgiving without ski resorts open. Wow. The ski resorts had a collective victory orgy with this snow. And they, they did. I imagine they did. And then probably in a couple weeks when the snow continues, they're going to be like, it's too snowy. Even if they get 10 feet of snow, they're going to declare a drought next year and scream about it being the end of the world. That's something. Look, look, look. This is the bad part. Is that all this snow, it's fucking great for like Folsom Lake and all these lakes in, in Northern California, and it's fantastic for that. Until the powers of be in California go, oh, all this water that's dripping out, we're going to go ahead and ship that to Southern California. Say, look, look, Northern Nevada gets it the worst. Northern Nevada is the fucking, is the redheaded stepchild of Nevada. If something good happens in northern Nevada, they're going to take whatever that was good and then send it to southern Nevada immediately. I've seen that play out too many times, and it's starting, and it's happened for a long time in northern California as well. All this water is going to be ending up in Bakersfield, L.A., Palm Springs. That pisses me off. You chose to live in a desert of Palm Springs. Guess what? It's going to be dry there, motherfuckers. Y'all ever been to Palm Springs? Let, let, let me tell you a little something about Palm Springs. Palm Springs is in the middle of the desert, yet they, say they have some of the most immaculate golf courses known to mankind. Now, how can that be living in the desert? Where do they get all that water? Oh, that's right. Goose says, you know, fuck Southern California. That place needs a Trump-sized border wall, and they can just marinate in the shithole they created. Mm. Look, I, I, I can't disagree with the man. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. So, yeah, eight feet of snow. Please, please, please uh, be careful if you're out and about. Because you know, it, the reason why I say to be careful is there are people out there, you know, people like me. Um, what happened to all my goddamn story? Wait, 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 wait. Edit. Undo. Wait a second here. Where, where are all my damn stories go? Really? Y'all went there to trash? Come on now. That's okay. I can figure it all out. All right. Let's see. Um... By the way, by the way, all this winter weather uh, is fucking with people in New York City. New York City! Yeah. Green gas bans, experts warns, could lead to electricity blackouts. The de Blasio blacked out law will outlaw gas stoves and heaters in new build properties. So if you've got a new building in New York, guess what? You won't have a gas stove. How, how, how do you not have a... How is that not available? It's only, it, it, it's only electric? I see electricity runs on, uh, on coal there, buddy. So, so no gas stoves. 
and no gas heaters in new buildings in New York City. New York City! Awesome. Can't wait to see people freeze to death there. Great job there, Mayor de Blasio, on your way out, putting that law into place. Yes, New York banned the use of natural gas in new buildings as part of de Blasio's Green New Deal that aims to reduce the burning of fossil fuels across all five boroughs. What do you think electricity runs on, fuck nut? Yep, makes me mad too. That's why I water my lawn and garden while others cry we're in a drought. Not always, honey. They're just giving your water to L.A. Have you seen how green their grass is? Amen to that. New legislation requires new buildings shorter than seven stories go electric by January 2024. The taller ones. So any building that's over seven stories after July 1st, 2027 has got to be all electric. By the way, this law will change. This is what I love. When when these, when these, these, these mayors come in and they pass these laws that are supposed to take place in like 10, 15 years. Somebody's just going to come in there and go, yeah, we'll change that shit. And the reason why people are upset are is because if everything is on electric, that means the electric power stations, the electric grid is going to be overused. And blackouts will happen, along with soaring energy bills, of course. But blackouts have okay, if you're on if you're on the, I don't know, 22nd floor, and all of a sudden a blackout hits, I don't know, like January 4th, and it's negative one degree where you are up in the sky, how are you gonna heat your house? Do they let you bring a garbage can in there and set it on fire? All these people, look, look, I'm just here to say, I'm not opposed to people wanting to try. Once again, I I have to say this all the time on this show. This is the thing, and you know what? It makes me more of an environmentalist than anybody else. Then these people say, oh, you got to get rid of this. You got to get rid of that. I don't want to get rid of anything. If we give people all these options, if we can make these options work, where it's solar, wind, water, Electricity, even though that's fun, pretty much uses coal, um, and, and gas. Let's use them all. Let let's let people decide if they want a house that has a, 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 an electric heater, then they can go buy a house that has an electric heater. If I want a house that has a gas heater, I get to go buy a house that has a gas heater. I would much rather have a gas stovetop in an electric oven. which is what we have here at Chateau d'Estates. I'll tell you this right now. I don't want a gas. Have you ever had a gas oven? Gas ovens suck. Gas ovens take forever to fucking heat up. I had one as a kid, and I hated it. I still, to this day, hate it. And there's nothing more scary than having a gas oven and thinking the pilot light's out because you turned it on and you don't know, and you don't know how much gas is in the house, and you don't want to blow up the fucking house. 
hate that shit. Like with a gas stove top, you know when the gas is out. Try to turn that shit on and it won't come on. Derek, good morning, my friend. Happy Friday Eve to you as well. Um, all right. Guess we've wasted enough time not talking about the almighty COVID. There we go. Let me get all the right things in place here. Uh, the CDC chief says Omicron is expected to grow. And the White House says they, they're confident that schools will stay open. Has anybody talked about closing schools down? I, I haven't heard any talk of it. Uh, but now the White House is talking of it. And you know what that means, right? Let's all say it together. That means schools are going to close down. Get ready. Hey, I, look, I, I hate to be this guy that says it, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But if you don't think a, sh- a government stoppage or, or a shutdown, Um, is going to happen, y'all need to wake up. It's funny how we got through COVID-19 and all of a sudden we we start opening things up. You remember how things got opened back up back in July? And then all of a sudden out of nowhere we start hearing about this Delta variant. Yet the numbers were still low and the death numbers were, were decreasing. And then we made it through that storm. Yet again, we made it through another one of these fucking COVID storms. And then all of a sudden, we hear about Omicron. You remember, they had another one in there, too, that didn't take off that well. But now that we have Omicron, which, by the way, is less lethal, less harsh on your body, Yet more contagious. And we're going to start talking about shutting down because we've already got the mask mandates in place. And they say that Omicron is already in 36 states. Which they're now calling the variant of concern. It represents about 3% of coronavirus cases in the U.S. The CDC said the information means it is vital vital for all who are eligible to get vaccinated or boosted. Why? Because none of that shit works against Omicron. And by the way, let's go ahead and just sit down as a people. Let's all pull up to the dinner table and let's have a reasonable conversation, shall we? I know the Ass family can do it. Why is it that we are hearing people get infected with COVID? Not necessarily Omicron, but they're getting infected with COVID after they've had the initial jabs. And then the booster jabs as well. And we're hearing about people still at high rates getting some sort of COVID. Now, I don't know about you, but 
I remember in school when I would do something and it didn't go in my direction. I wouldn't keep doing the same thing. See, that's the definition of insanity. When you do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. We're getting the same results. You get the booster shot, you get the shot, you wear a mask, you socially distance. It's expected to go away. It hasn't gone away yet. We keep doing the same thing for all these variants, yet they're not going away. And nobody's bringing that up. Nobody in the media. I wish somebody in the media had the fucking balls. And we used to have people in the media that had the balls. I have the balls to say it. We know that masks don't work. We know that these fucking vaccinations aren't working. We're at 700,000 people dead now, right? 700,000 people in America are dead over the whole uh, coronavirus thing over two years. So literally, over two years, we've lost 700,000 people. Which is 1%. Maybe 2%, but if you break it down to two years... It's 1% of people in America dying. And we're closing everything down. Again, we haven't gotten there yet. What's this? Alicia, what did you send me here? Send me a video. Pelosi is hiding evidence. I I can't watch this right now because I got to do the show, but... What's she hiding evidence of? Uh, what, the insurrection? I mean, I, I, I don't know what she's hiding. I, I, that doesn't surprise me. Oh, she's going to get mentioned today. She, she's fixing to get slammed, too, after I go over this whole CD thing. And here's the good news. This is the only real coronavirus thing we have to talk about today. I'm very happy about that. The jabs are meant to wipe out the control groups. No one can prove the vaccine causes any bad side effects. If everyone gets the jab, there's no control group. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it make you wonder why they're still pushing hard to get the vaccine? Yes, it does. I don't know what the percentage of Americans have it now. It's over 70%, which is... Remember? Do y'all Remember? Let's go back in time. Okay, I'll watch it later, Alicia. Thank you. Fuck you, too! Yeah, uh, not you, Alicia. No, I meant to hit this button. Do you remember when, when, when Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden said, when we hit 70%, when 70% of Americans get the shot, Then all this, what did they call it? Shit, I can't think of what they called it then. Um, uh, group. Uh, what, what was it? Group immunity. Herd immunity. Herd immunity would happen. Because 70% of Americans have it. I heard somewhere the other day, it's 80% of Americans have it now, yet they're still pushing the shot. Why? 
Why hasn't herd immunity kicked in yet? Because I'm telling you right now, I believe that Dr. Anthony Fauci was a D student in medical school. Somehow he still got his degree and they hired it at the government because he was cheap at the time. But if 70% equals herd immunity, why aren't we herd immunity now and why are they pushing the vaccine still so hard? It's very interesting, isn't it? Once again, once again, I and, and by the way, I know that I'm not the only person talking about this. I know that people like Joe Rogan are talking about this, and there are other people talking, and we need more people to talk about this and shout it from rooftops and say, hey, if you want to get the shot, go ahead, get the shot. If not, leave me the fuck alone. That's fine, too. But instead, what we get are we, we get name-calling. See, look, look. Alicia Cowboys Girl, you guys have gotten a name calling. You're anti-vaxxers. By the way, you're not. I know that you're not. You're anti-mandate with the vaccine. And you just don't want this vaccine. Am I, am I an anti-vaxxer because I've never gotten a flu shot? I've never gotten a flu shot because I don't worry about it. It ain't going to kill me. I'm not 80, and I'm not two days old. Once again, let me break down all this bullshit for you. Anti-vaxxers, if they were truly against all vaccines, they would not have any vaccinations whatsoever. This is how we fucked up the language in our country. We say someone's homophobic or, or, or we, Dave Chappelle, he's transphobic, yet he helped a trans person. Do you not realize, and, and, and all this racism stuff and when we talk these words, do you know what a racist does? Do you really know what a racist is? Because a real racist isn't going to do anything to help someone that isn't of white pure blood. That means if you've ever helped anyone of color, Hispanic, Chinese, Japanese, Almanese, whatever, you can't be a racist because racists don't want to help those people and will not help those people. Oh, it, 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 every time I hear something said about people being racist or this or that or that guy's a racist... How can they be racist? How is that? Stop it. Learn what the definition is. Now, if you want to say somebody's bigoted, then you and I can sit down and have a conversation because I know that everyone out there, and don't try. Don't even fucking try. Everybody out there is bigoted. And bigoting, bigotry has nothing to do with race. Or it could. That could be your bigotry. But then that would make you racist. Thanks for the clarification. I thought a racist was someone like Carl Lewis, Usain Bolt, Flo Joe. No, no problem. That's why I'm here. We don't know enough about this vaccine to get it. Plus, I already got the vid and have now built an immune system against it. That, that's great.
Ratberger says, Arnie, you just nailed it on Fauci. He spent his medical career working in the government and not practicing medicine because he couldn't do it. He failed. So he does what failures do, go work for the government and get a great job for life. The scary thing about someone who chooses the path, they want power and control, a.k.a. Fauci. No career civil servant should ever have any control issues over our lives. I agree with that at all. Ed, totally, I mean. I'm with the governor. I, look, look, unless something big happens, I'm done covering it, if that's okay with you guys. It, like I said, this is your show. You guys get to tell me what we do and what we don't do a lot of times. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly sick and tired of covering it. I really am. Because it, the next verse will be same as the first. Once we get through Omicron. Now, see, I like doing the Omicron stories because then I can do the voice, and that's fun. Maybe that brings a little laughter and a little levity to the situation. But the way they've yanked, and and you get these talking heads that say, oh, how dare you think that your freedoms are, are more important than, yes, my freedoms are more important than anything you have to say now. I'm just going to put that out there. My freedoms are more important than anything to me. Doesn't have to be to you. I'm not telling you you have. See, this is the other thing that I get pissed off at. When I say that my freedoms are more important than this this booster shot, I'm meaning that for me. The one of the bitches on the View yelled at some chick saying, "How dare you say that your freedoms are more important than health?" Yeah, they are. My freedoms are. I choose, and then I will choose to stay at home. I will choose to not go out in public. Fine by me. They got food places that deliver. I'm I'm cool with it. Don't tell me how to live. You're mad. You're you're mad because you're not doing what the government tells you to do with your body. So why are you mad at the government when it comes to abortion? By the way, how come nobody's asked anybody prominent on the left about that yet? How about we go up to one of these people that's so fucking livid about the abortion issue and go, why are you okay with the government telling people they have to put a vaccine in their body, yet the government telling you you cannot kill a baby that's in your body? You you have a problem with that? Hmm. It sounds a tad bit hypocritical. And I know hypocrisy runs America. But, yeah, look, look, we're, we're going to be done for a while talking about this, unless it is, of course, about Omicron. Because I know you guys are fucking sick of it, too. Speaking of being sick of something, how about Nancy Pelosi? I saw her get asked a question the other day. She she took a pull off what this looked like. It was a glass of water, straight vodka. You could see her just pounding a glass of straight vodka. You know, her breath is like fucking turpentine. 
That broad's got alcohol in her office. That's why she was so mad on January 6th is that somebody found her office and probably went through her stash. Consistency is a key with that argument. You're damn right it is. And see, that's the problem, is that they're not consistent. They don't want the government to tell you what to do with your body, but then they want to be able to tell you what to do with your body. I guess Nancy Pelosi came out and said she slammed the attitude of lawlessness in San Francisco, says, I don't know where it comes from. Well, 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 what's this? Okay, yeah, I know what that is there. Uh, Wait, 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 Nancy! Your, your, your girl AOC just said last week that this lawlessness and all this stuff was all a bunch of poppycock. That it wasn't really happening, and here you are. Same house, same political party, way different ideas. Wednesday, she decried recent crime waves, including organized retail theft in San Francisco and elsewhere in the U.S., as outrageous and decried an attitude of lawlessness. I'm surprised she didn't blame Donald Trump for it, honestly. Our German teacher in high school had a glass bottle of water in the classroom cabinet. Wink, fucking wink, yeah. She goes on to say, even though her, 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 her sister in the party, AOC, said these aren't really happening, It's absolutely outrageous. Obviously, it cannot continue. Well, what's continuing? I thought these weren't a real thing. I thought this was all just CBS. But the fact that there is an attitude of lawlessness in our country that springs from I don't know where. Really, you don't know where. Come come on. Now I'm starting to get pissed. You don't know where it comes from? These people are acting crazy because you want to defund the police. You blame the police for everything. You've taken money from them. And what's happened in those cities? Can anybody? Hey, here you go. Here's the goddamn Jeopardy music. These cities that have defunded the police already, like Austin, Texas, Minneapolis. What has happened to those cities? here uh let's see ogre let's see you've uh you've uh bet everything on this they became urban utopias of love and peace oh ogre i am truly sorry that is incorrect and you did not answer in the form of a question v coop says alec baldwin times a million is what happened Ah, if you would have answered in the form of a question, what is Alec Baldwin times a million is what happened. Andrew says, dumpster fires and mostly peaceful protest. (laughs) What is fuck you, Alex? Yes, crime rates have fucking tripled. 
all-time record number of homicides in Austin, Texas. What's happened to New York City? New York City! They have videos of people just getting jumped in the streets. Why? Because they want to defund the police. And what did I say? And once again, God damn it, I got to play this goddamn thing again. Defund the police. All these people thought, oh, defund the police. They don't need any helicopters or any infrared. No. When you defund the police, that means you fire police officers. And what happened? They fired police officers. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? God damn. I, I, I can't believe the left has any smart people on its side to make such dumb fucking statements. I don't have a college degree. I went to college for three years. Don't have a degree. Not close to graduating. At least I don't think I am. And I already knew what was going to happen. You cut the police, people are going to go crazy. I mean, I mean the, the, the tea leaves have been already read for us. The tea leaves that were in place, there's a great story. Just look it up. Look it up about a parish in Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina hit, and they declared martial law. Now, when they declare martial law, they go to all the legal gun owners. They say, hey, we got to pick up your guns. By the way, they picked up those legal gun owners' guns. And then the evidence room, a lot of those guns were being held in, got flooded, and those guns were ruined. True story. Keep looking it up. And what happened? Crime rates went up over 300% in one month. Because the bad guys, see, all these laws do are punish good people. When you take good people's guns from them, bad people will then show up and assault those people because they don't have anything to worry about. Uh, Arnie, you can't make the assumption that less police cause the increase in crime. You can actually prove it with math, but that's math. That's racist. Very true. The left wanted to fund the police and take our guns. What are they up to? You know what they're up to. What was the first thing? I watched a video of this whack job, Jesse the Body Ventura, who is pro-Second Amendment. Brother. I, look, I, I like Jesse Ventura to a point. Like, bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Damn right. He came out and he said he was in the Philippines. The day uh, the Marcus took over. Not Imelda. She was the gal with all them shoes. But when Marcus took over, her husband, first thing that he did, was say, hey, you've got two weeks to give up your guns in the Philippines. And if you don't, you'll be punished by death. Now, why do you do that? Because that's what dictators do. Because if the rest of us don't have guns, 
then we can let the government fucking run our lives. That's a dictator in place. <laughs> Arnie, I object to you using that soundbite from Predator. That offensive term is fucked. Slack-jawed implies someone is on the spectrum or something. You're a faggot for playing that. Now, that's just funny. I don't care who you are. Oh, that's good shit right there. Now, now look, look, look. There was a gal who did get punished recently. Uh, the, let's see. A uh, woman charged with looting. All right. So this gal, woman's been charged with several felonies for taking items worth over $328,000 from Nordstrom Rack and TJ Maxx shops in Orange County. Th- does does the whole store of TJ Maxx, like, it get anywhere near $328,000? 38-year-old Akatandra Zakharov of Costa Mesa. Yeah, I'm sure she's really from Costa Mesa was charged with four counts of grand theft, one count of receiving stolen property, and seven misdemeanor counts of petty theft. Well, good. They, they finally caught somebody, and they're going to prosecute them? Give her the death penalty. I'm tired of this bullshit. I, I'm tired of hearing about all this bullshit. Oh, it pisses me off. Pisses me off something fierce. Yesterday, they released uh, the National Archives. They released 1,500 more confidential documents on the assassination of John F. Kennedy. If you cannot tell by the disdain in my voice, I don't know about you, but this I, I'm even more sick of the JFK thing than I am of COVID. Uh, there's a Mount Rushmore. Badass lines. Don't have time to bleed. Yippee-kay, motherfucker. Everything Sam Jackson says. Roddy Piper's bubblegum line. That's not a bad one. Uh, tomorrow we have, uh, the Mount Rushmore of, I believe, Christmas movies tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow's Christmas movies. Okay. But, uh, they've, uh, released, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, assassination notes. Highly redacted still. By the way, it, it, they're trying to say the Russians that Lee Harvey Oswald was in contact with a couple of KGB guys, and they're talking about that. And like, I don't know about y'all. This, this hits me a lot harder than a lot of other people, mainly because this is a monument that me as a kid growing up had to go to whenever somebody came to town. We have to see where JFK was shot. You see the two X's on the streets down there. You see the book depository. You you do all that stuff. A few blocks over, you have the eternal flame that they built for him. city of Dallas was fucking just beat to shit for allowing this to happen. You know, there are a lot of things that happen with this, like the convertible, which presidents have never ridden in since then and really didn't ride in a lot to begin with. The lack of secret service there. 
you want to blame this on some whack job former Marine that lost his mind, you can go ahead and do that. I think Lee Harvey Oswald was a part of the whole JFK assassination. I think that they made him think like he was the main person. There's a lot of things that don't make sense. Why would his head go back and to the left if the shot was from behind him? But every every few years now, they release more un, unredacted pages. And I'm, I'm just here to tell you. This is where we have to fight as a people right now to say not to do that for, for this bullshit of COVID-19. Because we have never, ever learned the truth. I don't even think we've ever gotten even close to the truth with JFK. Maybe because... You can't handle the truth! I don't know. But I'm tired of it. Until they're ready to tell us the truth, I'm not even going to fucking fret on this anymore. It is what it is. All right, there you go. But they released it, and you can look all that shit up. It's in the National you know, Treasury or whatever the fuck it's at. I, I just don't even care. Final story here is, uh, by the way, I, I'm ready to get my $20. I had this story, and then Jen sent me another copy of the story. Um, I guess there's a gigantic food shortage going on right now uh, of Kraft Philadelphia cream cheese. And now Kraft is offering consumers not to make cheesecake this year for Christmas. The Kraft Heinz Company has come out and said, hey, if you don't make cheesecake this year, we'll give you 20 bucks. The statement was given out Wednesday, December 15th. Kraft announced first 18,000 people to reserve a spot on a virtual waiting list to be reimbursed for any dessert they buy instead of cheesecake. With proof of receipt between, well, okay then, if you're not going to just give everybody, you can't come out and say you're going to give everybody $20 that doesn't make cheesecake. I don't make cheesecake. Where's my $20? I'm going to make a cheesecake now because I want more goddamn cream cheese. I was thinking the same thing, Arnie. Fuck. I know nothing about making a cheesecake, but I do know how to turn a $3 package of cream cheese into $20. Goddamn right. You want my cream cheese, you will have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. Another reason to scream, let's go, Brandon. Oh, God. You can't find Snyder's pretzel sticks anywhere around uh, in Oklahoma? Did they outlaw them in Oklahoma, or are are they out? Are they hard to make? Do, Do they make those with cream cheese? I've had to resort to great value brand. Oh, that's the worst. That, that, that's almost as bad as resorting to tuxedos instead of eating Oreos. To, to, to try to equate tuxedos to Oreos, that should be a federal crime. They're just empty shelves. Manufacturers can't keep up with demand. That's what it is. Well, they need to work harder. See, this is the thing I don't get. 
American companies need workers. People need jobs. Go to work, you lazy fucks, and you'll earn your money. And you can help people like you rise get her Snyder's, Snyder's pretzel sticks. No, I'm going to sit at home. I'm just going to I'm going to sit at home and just get let the government pay me. Well, I uh, let, let's just let, let's just have a, a, a decent talk here for a second. I I'm going to tell you good for you. You're going to let the government pay you. Uh by the way, that will end with the midterm elections. All these motherfuckers and and I know that people are working now and people have the jobless rates are but not in the right places. I'm talking about everywhere. I still drive by restaurants here in Texas. And by the way, they're going to shut down again anyway because of the horrible Omicron. Um, there's Taco Casa. Not bad. But their dining room's not open. Why? Because they can't have big enough staff. They don't have big enough staff there. Went out to dinner last week to some shit place up in Fate, Texas called Charlie's Hamburgers. Fucking terrible burger. Cooked it well. Fucking bastards. At one time, they had 31 open tables. 31 open tables. And I had to wait 20 minutes to get a seat. 31 open tables. Because they didn't have the staff really for it. I'm here to tell you, if you don't have the staff for it, you should just close down. Because the staff that's there sucks. They're not doing their job. They're looking for an excuse. Last night, we went to this restaurant. We went to this place called Three Forks. It was our Christmas dinner. Pretty fancy steakhouse. I was excited because they had the, uh, the uh, rib cap there. And it was only okay, and that kind of bummed me out. I should have gotten the whole ribeye instead. Braddy Kid got a chicken fried filet mignon. Yeah, that's right. I said chicken fried filet mignon. And they have th- their signature is their whipped potatoes and cream corn. And that came with my steak meal. Hers came with uh, whipped cream or uh, whipped potatoes, mashed potatoes. But she didn't see that on the menu, so she ordered a side of mashed potatoes. And the dipshit who was fucking waiting on us, the asshole that was waiting on us. See, this is what you expect. When you go to a nice restaurant, you expect them to kind of have your back a little bit more. And say, ma'am, that that dish comes with mashed potatoes. And he started to, and then he stopped. And I'm like, wait a second. And I even noticed, I was like, oh, what a dick move that was. And, of course, we got an extra side of mashed potatoes. I got the lobster mac and cheese. That was probably the best thing on the menu was their lobster mac and cheese. Their cream corn was phenomenal as well, though. My steak, eh. I give it about, out of ten, I'll give it about five and a half. I mean, honestly, five and a half. It, it, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. It, it was okay. So then, I guess the guy's conscience got to him. So they come over, and I was mad at this point. I was mad that the steak wasn't that great. I was mad at what he had done with the potatoes. And by the way, by the way, th- this is the thing here. 
A filet, I understand wrapping a filet in bacon. I don't understand wrapping a rib cap in bacon. The rib cap is all fat. But they wrapped it in bacon, which I didn't know that was happening. I thought they served me a filet, and I still think it's a filet. Um, but they come over, and they read the dessert menu to us. And I haven't had a good creme brulee in a long time. And I love creme. I mean, creme brulee is just, that's the shit for me. And they had it. I was so upset last night, I didn't even order the creme brulee. So uh, Fat Daddy, the, uh, the, the waiter, comes back over to the table. And he's got this big old hunk of cake. Now, you know me. I like cake. You ready for this kick to the nuts? Yep, yep. This was a, a special pecan cake. And it was free. He brought it over to our table. It was free. And I said, can, can we get a to-go box? He goes, absolutely, yeah, no problem. I mean, the, the guy was super friendly because he's in the upper-tiered steakhouse. And he goes, I don't know how you guys can resist this. And I go, well, because I fucking hate it. I said it like this. I said, because uh, first I said I was allergic to pecans, and I fucking hate them. He goes, oh, I, I didn't know. I go, well, how were you supposed to know? You don't know me. You, you did a nice thing by bringing this over, but a pecan cake? At least it wasn't boo cake or boo cocky. Yeah, it was pecan cocky. That's what it was. Shit's disgusting. I didn't eat none of that. Fucking terrible. All right. That does it for the first break. We are done with the first break. When we come back, we will have the one and only. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy in the house next. 775-357-FANS is the number. Uh, We got lots of football to talk about. And uh, a huge firing happened just this morning. We'll talk more about that next here at ArnieRadio.com. can't begin to knowing but then I know it's growing strong wasn't the spring and spring became the summer who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
And when I hurt Hurting runs off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you? Warm Touching warm Reaching out Touching me Too good hands. Now when your brother is trouble, you gotta reach. 
That's weird. I'm going to have to try to call him back. He didn't tell me he wasn't going to be on this week. Maybe he's not awake. That's the only thing I can hope for. Hey, Joe Murphy, are you there? I am here. Are you awake? Yeah, I just woke up. Okay, okay. That's what I was thinking because I was like, wait, where's Joe Murphy at? Well, he's alive and well. Okay, good, 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 good. Murph, my man, how you doing, pal? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. (laughs) You're half asleep. You're half asleep right now, weren't you? Are you kidding me? What time is it? You you know... (laughs) I'm like Michael Jackson, okay? I'm an entertainer. <laughs> I'm an entertainer. It's what I do. Okay, you're ready to go. Hey, have you heard the big news this morning that Urban Meyer was fired? Yes, I heard that. I know. I, I heard that last night. Yeah, I, I mean, isn't that weird? They, they they fire him 13 games into the season. Like, they're going to magically turn it around in the last three games. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to turn it around, buddy. Yeah. Them and Charlie Strong. Let me tell you about Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong is a terrible coach. Believe me, I know. He led my beloved Longhorns when Mac Brown left. <laughs> Charlie Strong. Yeah. Oh, is that is that just taking over the reins? Uh, I don't. But I I think he's actually been talked about as becoming the next head coach. Uh, right now, offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel will serve as the interim. 
head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think, aren't they owned by an Iranian? Yeah, uh, well, the, the, the guy who owns them, his name is Shad Khan. His son owns the new AEW Wrestling. And, and the Khan family is out there, and, and they've had a lot of wrestling events at the Jaguar Stadium. Like when COVID was going on, that's where they had the events. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar with them. Uh, look, I, I can't I can't blame the the Khan family for firing him. Can you? No, no, no. I mean, yeah, like I mean, you know, I I mean, he, you know, if, if you're hanging out with a 14 year old in a bar, no, you, you know, and that <laughs> I know, right? Well, while your wife is is playing with your grandchildren two miles away. I know. I know. I, I Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I really can't blame them. I mean, we, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. We talked about this earlier that, that, that he probably was going to go. You said it wouldn't go until the end of the season. I said they're going to fire him as soon as they can. So I, 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 I'm taking the credit on that one right there. Urban Meyer. So now let's, let, let's think about this. Urban Meyer now is available. Does, for Notre Dame. Well, Notre Dame said they're going to hire their defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, no, he's already hired. Yeah. He's already hired. Let yep. me ask you this, Joe. In, in in your knowledge of sports and my knowledge of sports, is is Urban Meyer tainted now because of all this? You know, that's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, he, he's – you know what? He's not – He's not fucking, he's not, excuse my language, mm. but he's, <laughs> quite all he's right. not, he's not, uh, um, he's not, uh, he's not, uh, 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 the Raiders coach, you know, the Raiders coach is screwed. Yeah. John Gruden. Yeah. Yeah. He's not as screwed as John Gruden. Is. Okay. Who's more screwed, John Gruden or Art Bryles? <sighs> I mean, Art Bryles put up with rapes on the Baylor campus and hid those from police, <laughs> and he yeah. still gets mentioned for jobs every now and then. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I think John, I think Bryles is more screwed than than, than uh, John Gruden. Okay, uh, because I think John Gruden will make a comeback. I do too, and I look. I think Urban Meyer, if he does come back to coaching, and I don't see why he would. He has nothing to prove. Look, I, I knew he wasn't going to make it in the pros because he's not a pros guy. He, he's a good college coach. He can go back to Fox TV and take over for Bob Stoops because Bob Stoops sucks on the Fox morning show for college football. <laughs> he really does. And, 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 and all will be forgiven. But uh, as far as I, I'm concerned, uh, Urban Myers, he's done. He, he's done. The, 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 look, he's just done. And, and he yeah. should be. Like yeah, because did, 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 did Urban Meyer, I think Urban Meyer was on TV at one time, wasn't he? He was he was doing the job that Bob Stoops does on the Fox uh, College Football Show. Yeah. yeah. He was the original guy there with Reggie Bush and Matt Liner. So, <laughs> Reggie Bush and Matt Liner. Yeah. That's a fucking lineup. No, they're, they're fucking horrible. I can't watch they're that not, show They really all. are. 
That show is terrible. I, I'll, I'll stick with fucking college game day on ESPN all day long. And, I, and, <laughs> and you're right. And yeah. even though fucking Lee Corso is about to have a fucking stroke on that show every damn week, and, <laughs> and, and Herb Street's a pain in the ass, and David Pollard sucks, but at least I can stomach that show. <laughs> I know. You know what happened? And then uh, with college basketball, uh, thank God for fucking uh, what's his uh, uh, um, Dickie V. Dickie V. Yeah. Yeah, baby. The man with the glass <laughs> eye. Dickie I love- V with the glass eye. Dickie V should be doing college football as well. He's a diaper dandy, baby. <laughs> He's a diaper dandy. Oh, PTP oh. primetime player, baby. Fucking A. Bring back well, what, was it, what, what did he call the freshman? Uh, diaper dandies. That's the diaper dandies. Yeah, they yeah. were the diaper dandies. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, we got all that cleared up. Yesterday was National Recruiting Day. We'll just touch on this real quick. Uh, th- there is a huge surprise in National Recruiting Day. Is that A&M has the number one recruiting class. That's not too much of a surprise there in the SEC. They barely got past a- uh, Alabama. Alabama's number two recruiting class. Number three recruiting class was Georgia. No surprise there. Number four recruiting class, I believe, is Ohio State. No surprise there. But the biggest surprise is number five, baby. The Texas Longhorns. You goddamn right. Coming off a fucking five and seven season, and they get the fifth best recruiting class. I thought it was Notre Dame. I thought Notre Dame was five. And you know who always gets a great recruiting class? Always gets a great Stanford, Notre Dame, and Stanford. Yeah. Always get, even though even though you gotta be fucking, you gotta you gotta have your wits about you. You gotta be smart to go to those schools, Stanford and Notre Dame, and and they always get a great recruiting class. They do. They 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 always do. But I mean, the Longhorns have a shit season. I said this yesterday. I, I was talking uh, to Brad and Kid. Imagine if the Longhorns would be like in the playoffs right now. How good their recruiting class would be. They would have the number one recruiting class in the nation if they were any good. I mean, Jesus, yeah. we got the mullet back in Texas now, Quinn Evers. The, the, and, and we're about to jump up even more because there's a big offensive lineman who's like the number two player in the country who's making his decision February 3rd between Texas and Oklahoma. So we'll see there. And then uh, also yesterday, the big news was – Deion Sanders got the number one recruit in the country to flip from Florida State to Jackson State. To Jackson. Uh, is it Jackson State or Jacksonville State? It's Jackson. Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson okay. Uh, which you know, is a HBCU, a historically black college university. And yeah. Look, I see that kid entering the transfer portal after one season due to the fact that yeah. he's not going to make any NIL money. And he's not ever going to play in front of people. <laughs> I mean that's the truth. They aren't they aren't going to get nationally yeah. broadcast. So, I, but yesterday yeah. was recruiting day. So there you go. Ogre says, "I wish Lee Corso was on broadcast TV. That man is badass." He said, "Oh fuck it, live on game day," and later made total horseshit apology. Awesome. I remember when he said, "Oh fuck it." Uh, all right, let's get to the NFL. We'll start with tonight's game. Good game tonight. Good game on on the Fox and the NFL. Finally. Finally, the, the, a good Thursday night game. Yeah, the nine and four Chiefs are taking on the eight and five Chargers. Oh my God! Let me get that. All right, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll kill time while you're looking for it. There, 
I'll give the, I'll give the point <laughs> spread here. Kansas uh, City. Uh, is, you know what? Thank God. Thank God for you, Arnie. Yeah. Because, this, this is why I'm in the Hall of Fame, Joe. <laughs> I know you are. Yeah. It, it takes a lot to get in the Hall of Fame. Y'all just have to sit on your ass for fucking 15 years and you're fine. 20. Yeah, it's 20. Oh. It's 20. But hey, I did it. I did, okay. it, for, I did it for 25, but that's okay. Uh, the, uh, 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 no, I got you. The, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, Chiefs. You know, it's finally, we finally got a decent ball game on Thursday night. I'll say. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not even looking at it. Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, it's at the Chargers, correct? Yes, it's in San Diego or LA. I'm sorry, SoFi. Okay, I, I have a SoFi account. Thank you very much. Good, good, good. Um, I'm gonna say that's a pick'em game. No, Kansas City's actually a three-point favorite. Okay, okay. Uh, I like the Chargers. Yeah, I, I, you know, the Chargers showed me a little bit of, of gumption last week by coming back and winning that game. But the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are on the road. If this game was in Kansas City, this would be all about Kansas City. But I'm going to go who ahead. Did, who did the Chiefs clobber last week? Oh, I don't even remember who they beat last week. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they no, they they, uh, they clobbered somebody. Let, let's see. Hold on. Let me click on it real quick here. Uh, they beat the shit out of the Raiders 48 to 9. <laughs> yeah, 48 to 9. 48 That's to 9. College. That's Jesus. a college game. Was Alabama playing Alcorn State? I know, I know. Jesus, who, who is it? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I like I like the Chargers at home to beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to show their true colors, and uh, and they're going to they're going to lose this one. Okay, uh, I'll take the Chiefs as well. Uh, now we got a couple Saturday games this week. No, I like the Chargers. I don't like the Chiefs. You know, you like the Chargers? Okay, you like the Chargers, yep. not the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Um, Saturday games. What do you think about the Raiders getting the Super Bowl in 2024? And the Pro Bowl. We're going to get the Pro Bowl in 2022. Joe, only you would mention the fucking Pro Bowl. Nobody cares (laughs) about the fucking Pro Bowl. It's the Pro Bowl. Remember it used to be in Hawaii? Yeah, oh yeah, it was great when it was in Hawaii because nobody cared about it then either. (laughs) Nobody cared about that and nobody cares about it now. No, especially now, now that they put it in the week between the Super Bowl and the Last playoff game. So the, the Raiders are going to host <laughs> Super Bowl, uh, was it 59, which is two years now? 58, in, no, 58, 2024. Super Bowl. And, and Governor Steve sucks a lot. He's <laughs> just counting the whole fucking thing. He, uh, he said, we've got 100 phone calls. We've been on the phone with Brian Sandoval, and we've done this, and we've done that. And, oh, shit. You know, so we got the Super Bowl coming to Vegas. How much are hotel rooms going to be? I mean, uh, that weekend in Vegas is going to be the most expensive weekend in Ve- Vegas. They're will talking make- five hundred. Talking five hundred million. Oh, I, I mean, honestly, like all the money that Las Vegas lost during COVID will be regained this one weekend. Yeah, they're, no, they're, yeah, they're talking five hundred million. They're talking this is going to be the biggest. The biggest, uh, the biggest thing ever to happen to Las Vegas ever, and yeah. uh, I just hope we get a Republican in office. We're going to say. All right, so let's talk about the Raiders who play on Saturday. Uh, they're going to be taking on the Browns, and rumor is that that shitbag uh, Baker Mayfield has the COVID, and he might not be playing in that game. 
I've heard that there are like 18 Browns that have COVID protocol. Mm. Boy, like, 15, like 15, like 15 Browns have COVID. Uh, Kevin Durant has COVID. Jesus. I mean, everybody's got COVID now. Not, not anybody on the Cowboys. We already went through that shit. Time to run a month through this fucking season <laughs> yeah, no, now. Not the Cowboys. Oh, how about them Cowboys? Uh, we'll, we'll get to them. But in this game, the <laughs> Raiders and Browns. Um, it's boy, in, that's a tough call. It's in Cleveland. That's a tough call because the Browns showed up last week. Yeah, the but Browns they had players. They had players last week, though, Joe. Oh, that's right. Uh, I, man, that's a tough call. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Raiders in that one. I like the I like the Raiders a lot because the, nobody's playing. Raiders are a one point favorite. I, I I think that's easy money right there. I wouldn't be surprised to see this game taken off the board though, due to the fact. Yeah, that you know, no, yeah, that's a good call. You yeah. you might be right about that. You might be right about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about the uh, the other game on Saturday Saturday evening on the NFL Network? The nine and four Patriots are taking on the seven and six Colts. I like the Colts. Do you now? You like the Col- you yeah. like the Colts? The Colts are a one and a half point or a two yeah, and a half you point know, favorite. You know, the Colts, the Colts have been the stepchild of every fucking season they've ever been in. And I think it's finally time for them to show up. Uh let me let me let me uh, quote Lee Corso. Not so fast, my friend. The New England Patriots are still six and zero on the road. And this is a road game. I am going all day long with the Patriots. Okay. There you go. Well, I'm an NFL expert, unlike you. I I, I understand that, (laughs) even though you didn't think Urban Meyer would be fired until the end of the season, but I got that one right. Uh, (laughs) uh, They already said, uh, I understand what you're saying, Brady Kid. When I say they'll take it off the board, that means they won't allow them to bet on this game. Yeah, no, there may be too many players missing. Yeah, 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 the game will be played. The game will be played, but it will not be played with those players. And a lot of times the casinos say, no, that's just giving money away. That's just, yeah, that's just giving money away. Right, right. All right. Then we go to Sunday, and we got the Panthers on the road against the Buffalo Bills. And I can't figure out if the Buffalo Bills are a real team or not. And it's pissing me off. Yeah. You know, that is, you know, that, and I tell you what, uh, and it's on the NFL Network, uh, which no, is always no, 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 no. This this is a Sunday game on Fox. We have, we've oh, already covered the Sunday game on Fox. Yeah, we, we've okay. covered both Saturday games, Joe. Okay, listen. You know what? <laughs> Let me apologize to all the listeners right now. <laughs> okay, you, you did wake me out of a coma. That's what I figured. Because you you won't miss this show. You're you're loyal. You're loyal to a fault, and I love you for it, Joe. It's okay. <laughs> we, we'll let, we'll allow this to happen once. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I've got the Bills as a ten and a half point favorite at home, and they're taking on the five and eight Panthers. It, it's by the way, is 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 what's I think the Bills show up. I think the Bills show up again. Yeah, I I do too because I I just don't believe in the Panthers. Uh, what what's the name? What's the quarterback? Uh, uh, oh, I can't think of his name now. The guy they brought back for the Panthers. Well, I know they brought Christian McCaffrey back. Uh, that Newsom uh, is that a name? Uh, oh, Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton. I'm back. Yeah. Shut up. 
Just shut up, Cam. Yeah, you're not back, dude. You suck. I like the- <laughs> He is. Yeah. I can't stand that guy. Yeah, I like I like the Bills a lot in this game. I like the Bills to cover. It- it's ten and a half. I like them to cover in this game. Yeah, I think they cover too. I like the Bills in that one too. All right. How about the ten and three Arizona Cardinals? They lost the other night. Taking on the one eleven and one Detroit Lions. The Cardinals are a 13-point favorite. Oh, Jesus. And this ball game is played in Detroit? Yes. Oh, man. Do do, do you think the Detroit Lions have it in them to win another ball game? Not this one. I think they can win a game, but I don't think it's going to be this one. Yeah. Not coming off a loss. And I know you love Connor Murray. Oh, I hate him. I hate that (laughs) son of a bitch. Anybody anybody wears that fucking scarlet and cream or no? Oh, God almighty. Crimson and cream makes me fucking Crimson and cream. Yep, yep, no. Oh, God almighty. (laughs) You Texas fan. Yeah. Uh, But I'm not going to take the Lions. I'm not going to fucking pick the Lions. I might hate the Cardinals, but I ain't stupid. Okay, well, well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna stick with the Cardinals too. Okay, all right. Uh, next one up, we got the uh, three and ten Jets taking on the six and seven Dolphins, and the Dolphins are a ten point favorite. I like the Dolphins, not to cover, but I like them to win that ball game. You know, the Dolphins have the Dolphins have always stuck ever since Bob Greasy left the team. They yep. stink. Well, wait a second. They had the Dan Marino years. Okay, the Dan Marino years. Excuse me for waking up late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can't leave the Dan Marino. Those were pretty solid years. He took them to the no, Super they Bowl were, once. They were Dan Marino. And you know, Dan Marino had like, he, he was one of those guys that could throw a ball quicker than, I mean, he could just, he's just a snap of a wrist. Oh, yeah. And he could throw the ball 50 fucking yards down the yard, oh. down the field. So. He, he was quicker than a hiccup. I mean, that, I mean, that's how fast he threw the ball. And, yeah, and yesterday he, he, he was. So I like the I like the Dolphins to win that one. But yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, you know, you're talking uh, uh, Dan Marino, the Jim Kelly. Those were the glory years. Yeah, very true. For and by the way, yesterday we did the Mount Rushmore of uh, greatest athletes to never win a championship. Dan Marino is the face of that mountain. You had uh, Barry Sanders up there, Ken Griffey Jr. And then I forget who else was up there, but that, 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 yeah. that was it. And that's true because Dan Marino never won a championship. All right, moving yeah. on. Now, we got to talk about them Dallas Cowboys. Nine and four Cowboys on the road against the shittiest team in the division, the four and nine New York Giants. Cowboys are a 10 and a half point favorite. The Giants cover. Oh, I agree. I the, Because let me just tell you something right now. Living here in Dallas and being in the media and watching the media, something's wrong with Dak Prescott. <coughs> something's wrong some, with him. You know what? That's a great call. I think there is something wrong with Dak Prescott. I, I, I don't know if it's his his injury from last year. I don't know if it's the calf. But, but he looks like a rookie quarterback this season. He looks terrible. He doesn't need to be earning $40 million for this fucking shit play. Thank God the defense was there last week. Otherwise, the Cowboys would have lost last week. Uh, but they're playing the Giants. Giants have I nothing. know. They, I know. The Giants know. are fucking the Giants, Yeah, the Giants, I mean, even when they had Eli, 
You know, even though he wasn't that great of a quarterback, but he, he did help him a lot. Yeah, he uh, helped him win two fucking Super Bowls. Jesus I know. Joke. And, you know, that was my biggest bet ever. I was working in the sports book at the Sands. I was living at the sports book, and I never said a word. And all of a sudden, I just jumped for joy. Remember the helmet catch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And I jumped up, and I just jumped up, and, and, and they were like, oh, Murphy's alive. Murphy's alive. And they were like, and I was like, yes, yes. Because that was my biggest my biggest bet I've ever made in my life. Really? Is oh. when, uh, when, the, when the Giants won the Super Bowl. I, was, I, I just I went ballistic because, thank God, I finally won a freaking bet. <laughs> you know, that, that year I'm very bitter at because – that was the year that New England was undefeated going into the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the number one seed in the NFC that season was, that's right, you guessed it, the Dallas Cowboys, who were 14-2 and two that season. And their first game in the playoffs was against a team they beat twice in the division, and that was the New York Giants. Can't yeah. beat a team. Beating a team three times in the same season is unheard of, and the Cowboys sure as fuck didn't do it that year, so... Fuck yeah. the Giants. Hey, guess we're 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 gonna get we're gonna get uh, a three time matchup this year when Georgia plays Alabama for the national championship. That's gonna be the national championship, and that'll be the third time that they play this year too. And uh, what a smooth uh, yeah. it'll be the second time they played this year, Joe. What? They didn't play in the regular season this year. Georgia and Alabama? Yeah, they didn't play in the regular season. They played in a championship game. Wait a minute. Yeah. Alabama okay. has one loss, and it was to Texas A&M. Okay. Folks, we apologize for this. No, this no, we don't. You do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I you know what? You're the one that woke me up. Yeah. You know we are going to do the damn show. <laughs> I know. I, I'm an idiot. Jesus. I apologize. <laughs> Wait a minute. So... Georgia and Alabama, they played in the championship. That was it. That was it. Yeah, they're in two different sections of the SEC that don't always yes, play. Yes, I know. I got it down now. Yeah, there can you I go. Get, can I get a cup of coffee, please? No shit, man. You need it thrown on you. Good God <laughs> almighty. Uh, all I'm right. an entertainer. Yes, you are. You are quite the entertainer. <laughs> uh, all right, next game on Sunday. Oh, we're both picking the Cowboys. Are, you're taking the Giants, though, Uh but I'm cover. taking them to cover. Okay. I think I think Dallas will beat them, but I, I do like I, I don't like them to cover, but I do like the, the Cowboys to win that game. All right, all right. Uh, how about the uh, six and seven Washington Redskins taking on the equally a shitbag six and seven Philadelphia Eagles? The Eagles are a seven point favorite. Well, thank God RG three is your quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see he made his debut on the air? Yeah. Oh, he's awful. He is so it's bad. Horrible. It's he is horrible. so bad. The the pink and blue plaid suit. That shit got to go. I that mean, shit's got to go. Yeah, that's got to go. Uh, I, yeah, I don't like the Redskins. The Red. I mean, we still call them the Redskins. Yeah, they're that's always right. gonna suck. Yeah, this this game so, is awful. Uh, look, look, I, I. I hate both teams. I'm rooting for Al Qaeda. <laughs> I'm rooting for Al Qaeda. I know. I'm rooting for the Jelly Man. There you go. <laughs> Afghanistan's going to come over and take over this game. <laughs> uh, all right. How about the uh, Titans? The nine and four Titans against your six six and one Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Well, who do you think I'm going to take? Uh, well, uh, the Steelers are anyway, one point what, what do the Steelers do? What do the Steelers do? Every freaking game, they come back by 90. They're down 90 points, and they always come back, but they lose in overtime yeah. every fucking time. Uh, I, I, you know, I got to take the Steelers because they're taking on Tennessee. So I, I think the Steelers win this game. I hope so. I hope so. We, we still got it. We still got a shot. Yeah. I mean, as long as Lynn Swan's catching passes for you, you're good to go. <laughs> no, it's John Stallworth. I'm sorry. You. My bad. Uh, all right. <laughs> Here's a game that just fucking, Hey, this is a game. If you're in either of these markets, let me apologize to you. The two and eleven Texans are taking on the two and eleven Jags. <laughs> oh God! Thank God, Urban Meyer's the coach. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the Jags <laughs> are a five-point favorite. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. That's a hand of God. <laughs> God. Well, oh man, the Texans and the Jags. Boy, I think they're they they might get three people in the stands. Maybe, that game. maybe all the Trevor Lawrence's family will be there. <laughs> yeah, how many picks did he have last week? Eight? Uh, no, yeah, five. I think he had five last week. He had four. Yeah, and he only has nine touchdown passes on the season. That team is fucking terrible. <laughs> they really are. God they almighty. Really are. Is this this will be the Texans' first win? I mean, not the first third, win, but their yeah, third win. This will be the third win, yeah. That, that, that. And then I think they're gonna play Alabama in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> and lose. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to take the Jags. I'd love to see the Jags blow out the Texans without Urban Meyer. How great would that you be? you guys in Texas, you just hate Houston, don't you? Oh, I do. I can't stand it. Fucking don't get me started on the Astros. I, 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 <laughs> I want to burn Minute Maid Field to the ground. How dare they have a World Series ring before my beloved fucking Rangers? Oh, that gets me heated. Uh, and you know what? Because you know what? You know who the greatest president in the world was? George H.W. Bush. Damn right, my friend. Uh, how about the 7-6 and six Bengals taking on the 7-6 and six Broncos? Oh, I mean, George W. Bush, not yeah. H.W. Not H. Not, okay. not Herbert Walker, but just Walker. No, no, George W. And, and you know what? I, I, I kind of got the hot for his daughter. Which one? Oh, that's twi- true. I like the Today Show one. Okay, all right, all right, yeah. The other one's, right. the other one's too religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, uh, uh, Sandra, or uh, uh, the one on the Today Show, she's a little slutty, and I like her about her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't have liked that about her. She likes to party. But... <laughs> All right. All right. We got to move on, Joe. The Bengals and the Broncos. <laughs> I like the Broncos to keep their winning streak going. Really? Okay. All right. I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals got to bounce back if they want to stay in any kind of playoff hunt. Uh, all right. How about the 6 and 7 Falcons on the road against the 7 and 6 49ers? The 49ers are a nine and a half point favorite. The 49ers roll. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I yeah, hate to say it. I think the 49ers finally got their act together. They could be good. They could be good now. We'll see. We'll see. And and they are led by Mike Shanahan, who went to the University of 
Texas. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, same thing. God damn it. See, you fucked me up today, Joe. Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right. How about the uh, five and eight Seahawks? And by the way, somebody mentioned earlier that Russell Wilson will be a Dolphin next year. Count it. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks taking on the nine and four Rams, who looked pretty damn good against the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night. You know, I, I I like the Seahawks. I like I think the Seahawks will bounce back. I think they you know the Seahawks have always been kind of good and they've really stuck it up this year, but I think I think towards the end of the year now they're they're gonna suck it back up and and, and they're gonna get their act together. <laughs> so I like the I like the Seahawks. Okay, I love the Rams all day at minus four and a half at home. Yeah, they're gonna win big. Uh, next one we got, oh, now this, hey, this is a possible Super Bowl matchup here. The 10-3 and three Green Bay Packers taking on the 8-5 and five Baltimore Ravens. Green Bay is a five-and-a-half point favorite on the road. Ravens still lose their second game. Yeah. Uh, look, I think I, the, the Packers are kind of scaring me right now because they're playing really, really good. You can never, you can never, ever count out Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. With, yeah. his, with his bad haircut and everything, the awful you cannot hair. count him out. Because that kid, that kid is a, you know, I went to the Nebraska uh, Cal game when he played for Cal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and we, of course, we beat him. That was of back course. when Nebraska could play football. And, uh, uh, but I, I, I've always, I've always had kind of a, I kind of a thing for Aaron Rodgers. He, he, he's a stud. He can, he can put that ball on the money when he needs to put it on the money. He does it. Yep. Hey, Joe, be proud that your Nebraska Cornhuskers are known now for their ladies bowling team. Cause those gals don't fuck around. They don't fuck around. They don't. They have like 18 national championships. I know. It says the, the I know. Nebraska bowling team, the ladies bowling team, their logo is we got the balls to do it. <laughs> Atta boy. Uh, I love that. I'm going you know, to start crying in a minute. <laughs> All right, Sunday night game. We got the six and seven Saints taking on the 10 and three Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is an 11 point favorite. Wait a minute! The, 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 nobody can be. Nobody can ever be a ten and a half point favorite over the over the the Saints. That's just. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the ten and a half on that. Um, man, I, I, you know what? I, I will take the points. If I was, if this was a straight up game, I'm betting. Tampa Bay all day, but since there's 11 yeah. points on the let, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. You can't win by that much in the dome. You can't win by that much in the dome. And, and, and I mean, uh, yeah. And, uh, 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 I mean, you know, you know, Hey, you won't see him, but how about Drew Brees? How's he doing on the TV? He's not too bad on Sunday night football. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's doing all right. You he, know, he, you know, they, they, there at Sunday Night Football, they treat the broadcasters like anal sex. They just kind of rub it in there, just slow. <laughs> See, they're I'm getting, gonna slide yeah, in. Yeah, they, right they don't just the slam top. it. They don't just slam it in like ESPN. They guide you <laughs> slowly. Yeah. All right, yeah. last last game. Darkie Three is a complete debacle. Oh God. Uh, last game of the week, uh, Monday night game, a shit game. But the Vikings need this shit game. They're on the road against the Chicago Bears. 
So there you go. You can go out to a Chris Payne watching event on Monday Night Football. <laughs> I better go to my root canal. Yep. Uh, Minnesota is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Over who? The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Did <laughs> I got to go to a Chris Payne watch party again? Yeah. I know. It's horrible. Oh uh, yeah, I, I can never, I can never bet against, I can never bet on the Bears because, like I said, they're two, two yards and a pile of dust. That's yeah. their offense. That is, that, that, that's completely. They, they're, they're old school smash mouth football where they believe only, only three things can happen on a pass and two of them are bad, so they don't throw the ball. <laughs> I know, I know. Jesus. Thank you, Papa Bear Alice, for nothing. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hey, Joe, go back to sleep, buddy. I appreciate you uh, waking up and and being a part of the broadcast. Next week, I'll try to give you even more notice. Uh, You know what? You know what? I want to apologize to everybody out there because it really was a complete debacle today. It was a complete debacle. I just woke up. And uh, and you, remember, I live in Reno, yeah. which is you know, which is which is bad news all uh, right away. So, but thank you, Artie, for having me on the show, and and I, I will be well prepared next week, and uh, uh, and I appreciate everything you do for me. I all really right, do, pal. buddy. All right, pal. I love you too. You have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Arnie. See you, pal. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. <laughs> I could tell he was asleep right when I called. Right when he when I heard him open his mouth, I was like, "This motherfucker is asleep, and this is gonna be dog shit." Every once in a while, it's good to have those fucking terrible dog shit moments, and he handled it like a pro. So you got to give it up for him. Now we're not ready to take a, a break yet. By the way, I haven't told you my jokes for the day yet. Uh, jokes for today were: uh, What was the score in the U.S. Ethiopian soccer game? U.S. eight, Ethiopia didn't. And the other one was, uh, what do uh, Christmas ornaments and emo kids have in common? They both hang on trees. Uh, uh, let's see, no apologies necessary, Joe. You're appreciated. And, well, there's nothing we can do about that hellhole is Reno. At least says Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is a character. Yeah, look, man. Uh, Arnie, if you ever decide to have a morning movie talk segment on the show, I promise to never get hammered. Sleep in and botch the show. Gotta love Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. He's like a dollop of sriracha sauce on my sports salad. We'll have you on some. You know what, Christopher? We have to plan this. This year, we'll, you know, we're going to do an Oscar pregame show. Not on Sunday. We'll do it on Friday. Christopher, the, the Friday of the Oscars. Uh, we'll have it on there because I'm starting to see some, some nominees for movies. This is a year I think the Oscars could take off because this is a terrible year for movies. And you got a big weekend this weekend, Christopher. You got Spider Man coming out. Spider Man Homecoming's coming out. And I think there's one more that's coming out, too. Uh, I might go see Spider Man. I want to see it. I just don't know if I'm going to have time. Uh, Joe doesn't. Yeah, Joe doesn't drink. He just was totally asleep tonight, uh, today. So, I, I, like I said, I'll let that shit happen. Uh, let's see. Uh, since we're here. Uh, and we're not taking a break just yet. Let's talk about uh, holiday gifts. The gifts, because the holidays are here, right? I, I mean, it is that time of year. Uh, I'll tell you these gifts that are under $25 that you can get. And then I will tell you about one of my worst holiday gifts I ever got. So the first one here, let's see. Uh, 
How about the Dash My Pint electric ice cream maker? Now, you people that want to make your own ice cream, like, like, it churns one pint at a time. I don't know if this is going to be, like, good old-fashioned. Like, y'all are missing out not living in the South. Because we got, we got Bluebell homemade ice cream, and it tastes like real homemade ice cream. All right? It, look, look. It, it tastes like I can't do that churning. That churning of the ice cream, like, for hours at a time. Remember, it was the big old bucket. Now it's, like, in plastic. This is twenty four ninety nine. If you want to put yourself through all that work to make ice cream, you go right ahead. I don't want nothing to do with it. This next gift, let me tell you. Uh, let's see here. The trailer for the new Fantastic Beast is also out. I know Arnie wants to see that. Yeah, that's a big negative, Ghost Rider. Oh, hell yeah. Boss Oscar show Oscar sounds good. I have tickets ready for Spider-Man. Uh, Ace Jewish account. Okay, good, good, good. A bad Joe Murphy phone call is better to listen to than watching a good Lions game. Amen to that. He was fantastic. Uh, all right. How about the Sondaco Butane Torch? Now, this is awesome for a couple reasons. A, if you want to make creme brulee, you got a torch. B, if somebody breaks into your house, you got a goddamn flamethrower right there. Can you imagine one of these butane torches turned on with Aquanet? You could burn down the entire neighborhood with that. See, this was a gift right there. I'm glad they didn't have this when I was a kid. If my parents would have had a butane torch, holy shit, do you know how much shit would have been burned down? This is only 25 bucks. I might go get one for fun. Fucking hey, you go to a, a fucking packed event, you want people to get out of your way, just burn them right in the ass. I, I, I'm not endorsing that. I'm not encouraging people to do that. <laughs> that just sounds like a fucking hell of a time waiting to happen. I'm seeing the next gender reveal gone wrong thanks to the butane torch. <laughs> um, let's see, what's next? Uh, no, not that. Oh, that exploding kittens game again. Uh, the Hydro Flask 12-ounce mug. So this is one of those things that keeps the hot shit hot, the cool shit cool. Do they have to give, like, McDonald's royalty because the McDLT was the originator of that? Oh, how about the Glam Up Facial Sheet Masks? Not that kind of facial, damn it. You get a 12-pack for eleven twenty-five. You can get refreshing peppermint, moisturizing avocado, firming pomegranate, yum, revitalizing Japanese sake, or refreshing green tea. That's just a part of the 12-pack that you can get. Man, I, I hope that's not real. I just I just got a text, and I just hope that's not real. Uh, the Swedish Wholesale District. Uh, you know, I got to take a break. I got to make a phone call. Uh, 775-357-FANS. When I come back, I'll, I'll tell you my, uh, my story of the worst Christmas gift ever.
tell your story About a woman I know I come loving Steal the show She ain't exactly pretty Ain't exactly small Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six You can see she got it
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, let's see. What do y'all got to say about ACDC here? Um, I just say we've gone too far with the hot shit, cold shit, cool cups. I have one, did not realize how hot it kept shit. I made cocoa way too hot at 5 a.m. last week. That shit was finally drinkable at 4 p.m. I've grown to hate that cup in the hours I waited to drink my damn cocoa. Yeah. Well, I, I've got an igloo cup. Man, I love it, man. It keeps my Dr. Pepper cold all damn day. Uh, I hope ACDBC never makes a song called Whole Lot of Heh <laughs> Oh, God, that's gross. That is disgusting. Uh, you know, I can say ACDC is one band that nearly every song you hear on the radio pre-recorded sounds almost exactly the same live, which is quite a rare feat. Most bands don't hold the same studio sound as they do live sound. I admire them in that. Let me, I, I got to see them 12 years ago. I, I, I saw them in Fresno and, and yes, I had to, I, I had to wear a flak jacket while the whole time I was in Fresno. Um, I saw them in Fresno. I sat fourth row. I've never been a proponent of wearing earplugs to concerts because, A, I'm not a pussy, and, B, you go to a rock concert to fucking have your ears ring. And in all the shows I've been to, I've probably seen, I've probably been to a 1,000 shows in my lifetime. Working in radio, it helps me get into shows. So I've, I've been to a lot of shows. The group Fear Factor was the loudest show I ever went to. And it wasn't a good loud. It was a bad loud. And I saw them at OzFest down in Vegas. And it was just loud to the point where it was not enjoyable. ACDC was loud and enjoyable. And mainly for that fact that every song sounded like the record. There's nothing worse than going to a show and the band is about to play your favorite song. And they either, they they go, hey, we're going to do an acoustic set here. I don't want to see my favorite song done acoustically unless it's an acoustic song. Or they do it in a melody where they only do like two bars of it and then they go into another big hit. But ACDC was so loud. My ears rang the entire drive back from Fresno to Sacramento. And we drove back after the show. Still one of my all-time favorite shows. Two and a half hours on stage. Those guys are in their 60s. They didn't cheat anybody. They didn't talk to the crowd. It was just song after song after professional. Love that shit. But, yeah, I I love ACDC. All right, thank you for letting me take that break there. We'll get back to the gifts and things tomorrow. I will go over one of my favorite gift stories here, though. And this one happened my very first year in radio. Yeah, or they don't do your song. Fuck you, Alabama, but I still love you. Um. So it was my first year as Arnie the intern. And uh, I was on the morning show of a country station. And it was the first time I ever got to go to a company Christmas party. And yes, they had an open bar. I was 22 years old at the time. Um, now, Now, when I was on the morning show, we used to do this thing called Office of the Week. And what we would do is, is that every week we would pick out an office. You, you, this is back at kids. We had fax machines, and you would fax this in your office, right? And every week we would pick out a fax and say, this is our office of the week. 
It was like my second or third week. We picked this office. And this, look, look, I'm, I'm just going to let you in on a little secret here. It was me and uh, a guy named Pat and then some other fucking loser <laughs> who I ended up doing 20 more years with. Uh, and it was, it was those two guys and Arnie the intern. It was Scab, Pat, and Arnie the intern. And we picked an office out, right? Office of the week, we randomly picked it out. And this one we got lucky because this one was an office full of chicks. And there were some decent-looking chicks in there. Once again, 22 years old. So we, we deliver their, their basket of muffins, which, by the way, we'd get two baskets and we'd eat one. That's a true story. We'd get two baskets, and we would, we would save one of those baskets for us. We didn't tell the, the muffin place. Uh, Straight Fire says, saw him six times last time in San Jose. I saw a father and son wearing headphones and laughed to myself and thought how smart they were for a week after that. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, we would eat the other one, right? And we would, we would do the morning show. We'd pull office of the week, and we'd go deliver that. At the end of the month, though, we would pull office of the month. So you got three dudes doing a morning show. The office of the month is always going to go to the office that has the hottest chicks. We aren't going to, quote, unquote, randomly draw there. And I'm past the, the, the point of limitations here. I mean, look, look, we cheated radio contests all the time back in the day. All the time. If it wasn't like a big-ass prize. If it wasn't like if it was like a jet ski or anything like that, we couldn't cheat then. But if it was like office of the month, and, we'd, and what we'd do is we'd take you out, we'd pick your office up in a limo, I just laugh at this story because it's so funny. Um, we'd pick you up in a limo, and we'd take you to Trace Amigos Mexican Restaurant in, in Reno. Not a very good Mexican restaurant, but hey, we had we we had trade with them, meaning we could run up the bill and we'd just give them an extra ad or two. So, uh, one of my first ones was in October because I started. Uh, I thought actually my first one was in November. Because I started in the middle of October, and I didn't go to the first office a month. I went to the second one. Or I went to the first one. I did go to the first one because it was early in the month of November. And we went out, and we, we went to, I think it was like a manpower. And we took the office out to lunch. Now, what I left out was that limo would come get us first. And the limo was completely stocked. <laughs> this is on a Friday. So I would guzzle down most of the whiskey on the way to pick up the office, right? And this day, the office decided they were going to drink too. So we're at lunch, and we are just all getting shithoused. Well, there's a gal there, and, and her and I kind of hit it off, and, and we start talking. We, start, we, we went on a couple dates. Nothing ever happened between us, though. We made out and all that kind of stuff. But So I take her to the, the company Christmas party. Nothing happens, and I'm like, okay. And she gives me a Christmas gift. She gives me a fucking Wrangler shirt because we were on a country station. And by the way, last night I went out in press jeans and a press shirt and the cowboy hat. I looked like $14 trillion last night, let me just tell you. I looked good. Had my Hall of Fame belt buckle on. Yeah, it was a good night. Wore the crocodiles. Hello, doctor. Now, if you know anything about me, 
you know I am pretty flashy, but when I when I when I dude up like that, I usually stick to to solid colors. Well, she got me one of them ugly ass Brooks and Dunn Wrangler shirts. You know, it had the fucking light lightning bolts in there, and it was like pink and orange and light blue. It was fucking ugly. Well, the day after she gave that to me for Christmas, she said that I was too immature to go out with anymore. Remember, I'm 22, and she was like 24. And she told me she, she didn't want to see me anymore because I was too immature. So, how did I rectify that situation? I'm glad you asked. Uh, that shirt she gave me, well, let's say it might have uh, it, it might have been used to clean out a spit cup. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, it, it could have been used to clean out one of my spit cups. And then I took it over to her house, and I was just going to leave it on her front porch. But do you know what she had out front? And she wasn't home. I knew she wasn't home. So she had her tree already down. She had a real tree, but she had taken it down the day after Christmas. So, and it was like in her driveway. (laughs) So, (laughs) I take the tree and I put it on her front porch. And I take the shirt and I put it under the tree. And I left. Why'd I do that? Well, because I was 22 and immature. That is why I did that. I don't think you guys, when, when, I, when I cleaned the spit cup out, I actually improved the shirt. The shirt looked better. What a tear. Oh, that was an ugly fucking shirt that bitch gave me. God damn. Oh, all right, so there you go. There's my, there's my bad Christmas story. Now, we'll, we'll continue the show. We'll go on. Um, I'm glad I, I told that story. That put me in a better mood. I got a bad text there, and I didn't like that text, and I had to take care of it. Uh, all right. Now, I told you about this thing that's coming to A&E here pretty soon, this, this life at the Playboy Mansion, this new docu documentary or docudrama, as they want to call it, and they're talking about Holly Madison. Now, let me just say this right now. I have never and will never respect Holly Madison. She was nothing more than a hooker. Her, Bridget, and Kendra were nothing more than high-priced, and I'll be nice, I'll say it, high-priced call girls at that. They're getting paid at least five grand a month to live with a fucking 70-year-old man in the Playboy Mansion. Now, of course, this bitch has a fucking podcast, of course. Because everybody who can't do anything anymore goes to and does a podcast, and they quit realizing, oh, shit, there's a lot of work involved. The former Playboy Bunny was on uh, the Power Hugh Hefner podcast, where she recalled being invited to spend a night out with the magazine publisher. Now, now, let me say this right now. If, If Hugh Hefner invites you for a night out, you can almost guarantee that you're going to be showing your tits off at some point. I, I mean, I, really, I, can't you? I mean, unless you're like a head of state. If you're Angel Markle, 
the chick that, that ran Germany or Margaret Thatcher, your tits are probably going to stay in. But when you're a nobody and you got big old titties like Holly Madison did, then things are going to come out at some point. I'll continue. She was hoping to be invited to live in the Playboy Mansion because one of Hefner's girlfriends had recently left. Now, now let me just say this. Let me go off the story again and say, if you are hoping to live in the Playboy Mansion, then you should expect that there is going to be all kind of lewd and lucivious behavior happening at the Playboy Mansion. It is still deemed pornography, and you are living with a pornographer. She goes on to say, I didn't really know what went on with them sexually. Well, of course not, because you don't live there yet. I knew there must be something, and I was prepared for that. But Okay, so you knew something was going to happen sexually, and you were prepared for that, meaning you were getting ready to present your ticket to ride on the tuna boat to Pound Town with you, Hefner. Right? Then she says, I wasn't prepared for what would eventually happen. She claims that after spending some time in the club that night, she went back to the mansion with Hefner and some other women. She says, quote, I wasn't necessarily expecting to have sex that night. I thought it would be more of a first date, even though obviously it's not a very traditional first date. Do, Do you think people don't have sex on the first date? Oh, it happens all the time. You know what they call people a lot of times that have sex on a first date? They call them parents. I continue. I thought it would be more type of the thing that where I saw what happened, saw what was going on. If I wasn't comfortable with it, I would have to do anything I could to make my decision whether I wanted to come back for date two or not. I definitely was not expecting to be the first one (laughs) to go that night, but I was wasted. He was literally pushed on top of me. After it happened, I was just mortified and embarrassed. Really? Hold on a second here. You were so mortified and embarrassed that you went on to live with him and then want him to marry you And when he wouldn't marry you and give you a baby, you left. Now, let let, let me, let me, let me just, let's just tie my end. Being mortified and embarrassed means you probably will never do that again. I was mortified and embarrassed at my DUI. Knock on wood, I haven't had one in almost 25 years. She says she was horrified by the idea that others knew what happened between them. Then you signed on to do a TV show where you were always kissing and hugging on him and sleeping in the same bed? How are you mortified? The entire world knew what you were doing on that show. I thought he was really smart. I really looked up to him, so I liked him, and it wasn't that the idea of possibly having sex with him repelled me so much. 
I know that's not relatable to a lot of people because they're like, oh, he's an old man, gross. I'm done reading the story now. Let me read this uh, thing. Uh, Ogre says, hey, you dumb bitch, he's already seen you completely nude and jerked off to you most likely, and you didn't think sex would be involved? Let me just say this right now. She's so mortified and humiliated by the first time that she moves in with him and starts putting his old balls in your mouth. I am betting. I am betting. Uh, Look, look, croissants to donuts, donuts to dollars. You bet whatever you want to bet here. Her tongue has been in his old ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. He probably got he he probably went Rudolphing in her. She goes on to say, "I felt like, well, there's nothing to take back, so I might as well get what I came for." I felt like by moving myself in and getting what I wanted from the situation, that was demanding respect in a way. No, it wasn't. He didn't Do you think he really respected you, Holly? You were a notch at, at best. Hang on, Jin says, I was mortified and embarrassed when I farted in class so much so I blamed it on another. Just the shame of it all. I've never farted that loudly in a populated room again. See, I don't get that. That's something that doesn't get me. The other day I did that in Bed Bath & Beyond. I cleared out a whole aisle. Yeah, she had lunch at the Playboy salad bar. <laughs> she sure did. Well, she was tossing salads left and right. She was grossed out at the lows she would stoop to, but not at his actions. She knew the actions about to play out. I mean, I'm sure this is the first time she's been told this, but you're not that dumb, honey. She can't be. She can't be this stupid. And, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. You can like you Hefner. You can hate you Hefner all you want. I, I don't care, either one. We all knew what he was about. He was about putting out a magazine with hot girls in there and showing their pubic hair. That's what it was about. You didn't get any dirt, dirtier than that. You got boobs and bush. That was Playboy. Now, Penthouse, you got a little bit more Randy. You might, might see a little bit of the undercarriage. Hustler, fucking, that's good. This would be like some chick saying she went home with Larry Flint and didn't expect to get fisted. But, like, I I was starting there. I don't care if you like you Hefner or not. This is really courageous of her to come out and put this documentary out long after he's dead. To where he has, he's the only other person, well, besides Kendra, <laughs> and that Bridget chick to know exactly what's going on. And I noticed their names haven't been tied to this. Because they knew what the deal was. You Hefner was a creepy old guy who ran a magazine, and we wish we could be him because he went through thousands of chicks. Most young guys looked up to you, Hefner, just for that. And the chicks were hot. That was the, See, that was the deciding factor. Penthouse had decent-looking chicks. I ain't going to say Penthouse had ugly girls. 
Playboy was just the, the, the creme de la creme when it came to hot chicks. Hustler, you were lucky if you got a hot chick in there. You might get some gals that would be like, I don't know, Waffle House hot, Walmart hot. But I'm talking, the, the Playboy girls, they, they, were, they were Beverly Hills hot. They were Rodeo Drive hot. And anything under Hustler, the word hot is not involved. If you were in Velvet or We, as we called it here in the South, OUI magazine. You know, yes, it, and yes, they showed internal anatomy in Hustler. Um, Straight Fire says, LOL, I aspire to fart in grocery stores. Any organic section is best. Well, uh, here you go, Straight Fire. I'm going to give you uh, a little play, play from my dad's playbook. If you got a little extra time and you're building one up, go to the refrigerated section and open the door and fart in there as, 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 however you can, and then close the door because that's airtight. If you fart in there, the next person that opens that door will enjoy it. There you go. That's a play my dad used to use. Uh, straight fire the best is in big warehouse stores with those towering shelves where you can fart in the Hindenburg, go around the corner, and watch through gaps in the pile of goods. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, I would have more respect for her if she came out and said in this documentary, uh, you all want the truth. Yes, I slept with the bag of bones. Yes, I fucked him so hard I thought he'd break a hip. But I did it for the house, the fame, the money. I mean, give us re de real details. De not your shame, the fuck, the person that, yeah, exactly. Look, look, you just come out and tell us how much of a hoe you are. That's all I want to know. Did, did you give him a rim job? We're, we're all going to assume you did. God, I remember seeing We and Hustler at the grocery store back in the day. The magazine racks were right next to the video games where kids congregated as if we had no idea the, what those magazines were. Amen to that. Alicia says, I've done the fridge freezer fart game. Best entertainment. Yep, there it is right there. Oh, yeah. My, my first in cat look, look. And, yes, the other day when I did it in Bed Bath & Beyond, Braddy Kid was in the aisle with me. I did not fart on her. I was quite a few feet away from her when I did it. And, and, and it was right after we ate at Poncho's. I, I cannot be expected to keep that in. That would kill me. Yeah, farting in public is fantastic. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. So a question for all you public farters. Do you ever come across someone like me who will actually say something? I've literally said, Jesus Christ, what the fuck did you eat? Something died in you. Fuck, go wipe it at least. I mean, I say it loud. I, I don't care. You can say all the shit you want to me because I'll be laughing the entire time. <laughs> Alicia says, whoever smelt it dealt it, Jen. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Ogre says, Jen, I would say I ate your mom. <laughs> oh, farting is natural. Farting is fantastic.
trying to think like See, I want to I wish I, I if I knew the code at like grocery stores where they have like the intercom on phones, if I knew that code, I would fucking punch in that code and I'd fart over the fucking phone line. I would fart over the intercom if I could. That's one of the funniest viral videos that go out on TikTok is the guy who has a fart machine and they sound terrible and he farts around people and people get mad at him. Why you get mad at people that fart? They're just doing what's natural. Ain't like I'm fucking dropping trow and taking a shit in the middle of the aisle. I haven't really thought of that, but I, I bet you I could do that in San Francisco. Go to like a Safeway in downtown San Francisco, just crap in the middle of the floor. That'd be great. Uh, best part of having an elementary age boy is that anything related to farts, poop, or butts is fucking hilarious to them. All I have to say is camel butt, and my son giggles his head off. <laughs> See, that is great. By the way, by the way, it doesn't end then. No, 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 no. Boys find farts funny the whole li- their whole lives. And, and look, the only time I never found a fart funny was the one time that it traumatized me. I was six years old. We were walking through a grocery store, me and Dad. And we are in the bread aisle. I remember, I remember it vividly. I can't remember what I talked about on the show yesterday, but I remember this. We are walking down the bread aisle, and I was a fat kid. And my dad fucking let one go. In the bread, and the bread aisle was packed. And before anybody could look up or say anything, my dad looked at me and said, Arnie, we say excuse me when you do that. And he just kept walking. I was, I was horrified in my stay. Like, I wanted to start laughing because my dad farted, but then he blamed it on me. Never forget that. That or the time that my dad, and he never admitted to this, but I know it was him. We went to a Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box, by the way, is still there. It's on Central Expressway in Royal Lane here in Dallas. I've driven by it, and every time I drive by it, I fucking shudder at thinking about eating there. We went there one time for lunch, and I had to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom. I had to go into the stall. I was a little kid, probably seven, eight years old. I'm sitting there doing my business, right? And I'm seven or eight years old, so if I'm sitting there doing my business, that means my feet ain't touching the ground, which means you can't see my feet under the stall. Now, my dad blames it on somebody that was in there, but there was nobody in there at the time. And he came in there, and he turned the fucking lights out. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a, in, in a restroom in a grocery store or, or a, a fast food restaurant. It gets awful dark. I freaked out a little bit as a kid. I'm like, Dad, Dad. I mean, and I was a loud kid, too. Like, Dad, the lights are out. Dad. But, yeah, motherfucker turned off the lights while I was taking a shit. Dickhead. Oh, they just probably didn't know you were in there. He, he, he. Hangon Chin says, heck, if you do it in San Francisco, you can shit in the middle of the aisle while stealing $600 worth of groceries without fear of repercussion. What a wonderful state we live in. 
oh, my God, your dad did what I did to Allison Hodent. I now know some of the true humiliation and shock. And yet the immediate need to say, excuse me, she must have felt in the moment after I blamed her for my fart. My dad used to walk by us sitting on the, uh, on the couch in his spot, and he would slap the side of our head, somehow nose forward, into his ass and fart on us. Yes, I've been groomed to be a juvenile as fuck. He would slam, okay, slam it, not slap it. Oh, dude, I crop dust people. I crop dusted a gal the other day leaving ponchos. They have loud Mexican music playing in there, and I knew what I, I knew that this one wasn't going to be a, a wall shaker of a fart. And as I walk by, I'm just and just kept walking. That's the key. And, and let, let, let me tell you this right now: if you're going to crop dust people, there's a secret to crop dusting. See, if I can, I, I I'm learning y'all shit today. This is important to me. I'm here to give back. When you crop dust somebody, the number one rule of crop dusting is never look back. Keep going. If you look back, you're going to get caught. Because A, you're probably going to laugh. And B, they see you looking back. They know what you did. (laughs) Oh, I do the fart game with my kids every opportunity strikes. Head right to the butt. Either they laugh or go, ooh. No, I, I no. Braddy Kid doesn't find the farting as funny as I do, and I will not fart on her. I think I've made that. I've made a promise to her that I won't fart on her, so I try not to fart on her. I fart around her. Uh, if I'm sitting, I can't even pretend to be a fart ventriloquist. That leg goes up, and there's no mistake. And in stores, though, it's a fucking game on. See, I know the person who never looks back is typically the crop duster because most people casually glance back from where they came. Except those that are guilty, they just keep marching on. You're caught, mister. Uh, not on her, her kids. Oh, her kids? No, I've never farted on them. Well, I'm going to get the opportunity soon. But, yeah. I fart on Bubba's face all the time. Bubba is my number one fucking, he, he's, he's my number one victim. Now that I've, I, I've drawn me in such a grown-up way of me farting. Ah, dick and fart jokes, I love it. Yeah, they pay the bills, my friend. I, I don't care how old I get, I'm always going to find farts funny. Farts, farts will never, ever get old. They're just fucking funny. And I remember being in school, I was mortified if I farted in class, like in elementary school, all the way up until uh, junior high. Junior high, I just let it go. I said, ah, fuck it. But in in elementary school, you didn't want to be the kid that farted in class. You remember them hard-ass fucking desks, that one-piece unit you sat in? I don't know if y'all had these, but we had these one-piece desks. They're all just one big piece. You had the desk in front of you. The metal chair, and then below it, you could put your books. Man, oh, man, that thing could reverberate for years. Uh, 
Uh, apologies for turning this segment from Playboy Playmate tell-alls to, you know, the best crop way to crop dust. No problem. Uh, and clearly you didn't stunt Bubba's growth. No, no, I didn't. When I was a kid, I would fart on the cat's head and then hand it to my unassuming sister or dad. They would evidently put their face in the cat's face and then hilarity ensued. Freddy Kid says, I'm honestly afraid he's going to shit himself again. I don't want another Red Robin <laughs> scream. His farts are very wet sounding. Yes, that, that, uh, well, because I'm a professional. Hi, uh, Arnie State's professional farter. Oh, if the, if, if the fucking, you know, look, I, I'm terrified that that will happen again because that was not fun, but it was funny. But yeah, if it happens, it happens. I have long, loud, nasty farts, and I'll do it under the sheets of the girlfriend. I call them burrito farts. You're Dutch Ovener. And now you're revealing, are reliving the great fart of 1988 eighth grade remembrance fart while playing heads up, seven up on rainy days. Those damn plastic seats. No, I do not make Bubba eat my boogers. I, do, I would never do that to him. No, those are snot rockets that get shot all over the place. Cats are best. I used to pick my nose and make my sister's cat eat the boogers. Okay. Uh, speaking of somebody that might like that, pop superstar Avril Lavigne is back in the news. That's right. You know, last week we were doing uh, nothing. And by the way, last week we did nothing but cover songs. And she has a cover song version of uh, Chop Suey, that terrible song, Chop Suey. She's got a cover of that. I wouldn't play it, though, because it was that bad. Uh, But this week we're going to do nothing but live songs, like live performances. But Avril Lavigne's... uh, adapting classic hit Skater Boy into a film. So so her, hey, hey, you, you, I don't want your boyfriend, you know that song? Uh, she's going to make it into a movie. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, why don't you just come on in? Oh, dear God. I'm leaving. Just, just open the door. You don't have to knock again. Just open the door. Stop it! Hi, Arnie! It's me, Avril! Yeah, I rode my skateboard here. And boy, are my ovaries tired. I heard you talking about farting. I love to fart. I fart on my skateboard all the time. People have been asking me to play the song on some TV shows. So I'm going to start playing it more and more. Yeah, because I'm Avril, and I like skater boys. Do you have my song? I'm ready to start singing. Where's my song, Daddy? Oh, gosh. Here we go. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't want your girlfriends. that song into a movie and it's gonna have skateboarding and blood and I might even show my fallopian tubes 
I'm going to leave because I have to start filming. So, uh, bye. And yes, I'm going to fart on my way out because I'm a skater chick. There you go. There you go. All right. Okay. By the way, the knock there's knocking again. Sorry about your dogs. Sorry. Goodbye, Avril. All right, there you go. I, I did that story just for that. You're welcome. By the way, let's just say it right now. Congratulations to the state of Nevada for being stupid. On Tuesday, the state of Nevada decided to rename the Las Vegas airport one of the busiest airports in all the world. They changed it from McCarran International Airport to the Harry Reid International Airport. (laughs) Harry Reid, former senator, uh, former big-time senator. Uh, Let me just say this right now. Harry Reid is a big piece of hairy shit. Harry Reid did nothing for the people of Nevada. He did nothing for the people of America. Harry Reid, what a what a poindexter piece of garbage he was. And still is. I can't believe that they decided to name the airport after him. I'll say this about him. I got to meet him once. This is a true story. And it was when I got inducted into the Nevada Broadcasting Hall of Fame. There are a lot of dignitaries there that night, and I'm not making that up. Uh, at the time, Governor Brian Sandoval was there. And, I, and at the time, I liked Governor Brian Sandoval. I thought he was a great guy. He was super nice to meet, got to shake his hand. He had listened to the show that I was on. Um, and then when I was going up to get my award, there's an area, and Harry Reid was there. Harry Reid was giving some address or something that night, and they were walking the candidates, the, the Hall of Fame candidates, by him, and you could say hello to him or whatever. And I remember walking up where he was, and you could tell, you know, he had his security there. They had their earpieces in. And I wasn't the only one who did this, but he's like, hi, Harry Reid. And I was like, I, I just looked and nodded and go, yes, sir. And I just kept going. I didn't say anything rude to him. I didn't really want to meet him. I had nothing good to say to him. So what my mom would tell me? If I ain't got nothing good to say about you, keep your mouth closed. I kept my mouth closed. The guys are a repugnant piece of garbage. In the state of Nevada now, thanks in part to, to Governor Sucks My Ass. Damn it, that's wrong. God, what, what is his name, Steve? Saxa asses. Is that it? Is that not, not it? No, no. Steve Dicks to Suck. That's it. Governor Dicks to Suck. I keep messing up his name. I, I, I got it right there. Governor Dicks to Suck. Boy, this was a fast track thing for him. He wanted to get this done. And he got it done. I. I Man, you want to talk about a guy who fucking did nothing for Nevada? That's Harry Reid right there for you. Uh, so piece of shit field. Yeah, you could call it that. 
better than McCain. All right. I just think we should avoid renaming things Harry or Harry. It's just not good imaginary, regardless of person, how great they are. Harry is not a pleasant-sounding name. Yes, I make snap judgments. Harry Reid Airport, more like Harry Cock International Airport. It's Lickasack. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so, I, I apologize. I said dicks to suck. It's Lickasack. Steve Lickasack. By the way, anything come out on his blood yet? In that car accident he was in where he sent somebody to the hospital? His wife cleaned out the car. Anything on that yet? Well, that's weird. I took students to D.C. and we met Harry in his office along with uh, the Dean guy. Oh, you met Howard Dean? Howard Dean is the truth, man. You got to love Howard Dean. Well, if I can find Howard Dean, you got to love him. Where did Howard Dean go? Is he in the newest? No, where, wait a second here. I just had him. Is he in Death Drops? There he is. Ah! There's Howard Dean. Oh, it's Dean Heller. Oh, okay, my bad. Dean okay. Heller. Um, along with uh, the Dean guy. Dean was nicer, but Harry put on a good show for the kids. Well, that's all he's got to do. He doesn't have any fucking legislating to do because he's such a pile of garbage. Um, Harry and Joe must be related. They don't know how to climb stairs, apparently. They did release the police body cam footage of the... Oh, I've seen the body. I just want to know what his blood was. I don't know how they didn't go down to the hospital with him. They just allowed his security team to take him. And his wife to clean out his car, of course. Wait, wasn't it Steve sucks a dick? That's it. Steve sucks a dick. That's damn. We all keep messing this up. I'm sorry. I apologize. So it, 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 look, we, we have to show respect to the governor of Nevada, Steve sucks a dick. So that's not sounding all the way right for some reason. All right, so there you go. The new, uh, by the way, I'll still call it McCarran. I, I, I refuse to call it Harry Reid Airport. Because, and you know what? Hangtown Jen, you're right. You're opening the door. I, I'd like to fly to the Harry Cock Airport. The Harry Asshole Airport. Oh, you want to go to Vegas? Yes, I do. This is good to hear. I like this story. Where's this story from? This is from the UK. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? The average person is just as intelligent as rocket scientists and neurosurgeons. Hiya! Damn right we are. In a multinational study, In the Christmas issue of BMJ and approved by the University College London Research Ethics Committee, authors supported by the Society of British Neurological Surgeons and the UK Space Agency explored phrases, it's not rocket science and it's not brain surgery. While the expressions are used a lot, the Brain Book commissioned by the study's findings revealed that both neurosurgeons and aerospace engineers may be unnecessarily placed on a pedestal. Noting a more appropriate phrase to express an easy task than it may be is a walk in the park. Now, see, here's the thing. You know who can't go for a walk in the park? That's right, Stephen Hawkins. That's pretty fucking hard for him. 
If you say, hey, Stephen, that's a walk in the park, he might start crying. And by the way, kind of rude to say it to Stephen Hawking, too. So damn this article. Researchers compared the intelligence of 329 aerospace engineers and 72 neurosurgeons from the U.S. And 18,000 members of the U.K. general population. And it turns out most people are just as smart as him. Now, now here's, here's the problem I have. That, that ain't, it ain't true. It ain't true. You can ask rudimentary questions all the time. That don't mean you're smart. Okay? It, you start talking about all the nerve endings and all the parts in the brain, I'm going to get lost. And you know what? The neurosurgeon, see, th- this is the shit I don't buy. They're trying to say neurosurgeons aren't as smart as we make them. Well, then everybody could do it then. And if I have a horrific brain injury, I want a good neurosurgeon. I, 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 don't, I don't want Stan from down the street doing any kind of neurosurgery on me. I'd rather have the guy who's trained in it. Just because Stan scored the same as Dr. Brainiac. Well, let's see. We'll just cut your head open here. He grabs a chainsaw. I'm like, that's wrong to begin with right there. Now you're going to kill me. Neurosurgeons showed better uh, semantic problem-solving abilities, whereas aerospace engineers showed better mental manipulation and attention abilities. I'll just, I'll be the first one to tell you. I am not as smart as most bus drivers, I don't think. And I'm not trying to put down bus drivers, but I... I when it comes to like, like but see, here's the, here's the problem now. It's the rocket scientists and the neurosurgeons. They got their smarts. But they ain't got the most important kind of smarts. Okay? And those are street smarts. You can have all the book smarts in the world. You can be fucking classified as a genius. But the problem is those guys are the guys who had their fuck. They fell asleep at sleepovers if they were invited to them as kids. And they got their hands in the warm glass of water and pissed themselves. Because you know, you should know better than to fall asleep first at any kind of party where there are boys at. Aren't, no, honey, you pick based on race and gender for those jobs. Like, if it's in Vegas and it's called Harry, it's got to be wrong. When I think of Vegas, I think of a lot of skin, waxed, ready skin. Not Bush, not Harry, but Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Just got notified that your Christmas gift is shipped out. I took a risk. It's going to be 50-50 whether you hate it or throw it away. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, my man. I, 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 I may be sending yours today, Christopher. So there you go. No, I wasn't calling. Look, look, I, I, when it comes to books and things like that, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm smart because I pay attention to stuff. Or if you think I'm smart, I pay attention to stuff and I pay attention to details. I was a great test taker. It was amazing. I, I scored 1450 on the SAT. Now, was I good? Did I get good grades? No, because I didn't pay attention in school. School sucked. If you were to look at my school grades and you'd like, fuck. I was a good test taker. How do we send a gift? 
uh, email me, Straight Fire. Just email me, and I'll, I'll send you where to send the gift. I hope Christopher's gift is as good as mine. I hope so, too. Braddy's acting like she doesn't like the shirt, the Naked Arnie shirt. That thing is classic, though. Uh, all right, a couple more stories, then we're going to call it a day. <laughs> this can't be a real newspaper. I am not making this up. This is not Arnie States. This is, I got this off the Daily Mail. The Tehran, Tehran, so Tehran, Iran, the capital of Iran, Tehran, Tehran Times reveals its list of Israeli targets Iran would strike if Israel makes just one wrong move. Well, if anybody's going to know it, it's the Tehran Times. Head, head writer Asiki. By the way, they're terrible at warfare. The front page showed a map with red pins representing potential targets. Why don't you just get on a big bullhorn and go, hey, Israel, we're going to shoot rockets here and here and here. And by the way, if, if you think Israel doesn't realize that you're going to shoot rockets here, here, and here, you're dumber than a box of hair. But, but thank God for the Tehran Times. Man, oh, man, I would hate to see their fucking, <laughs> their classifieds looking for a lonely goat. Master bomb builder in need of work. <laughs> Do you need someone kidnapped? Call me at 333. <laughs> Their senator's name is Taziki Carbomb. Come on. You got the Iranian. Look, I, I thought, I remember I, I said this once on the air, and I didn't get in trouble for it, but I was told not to say it again. We were talking one time, and, and look, this goes back. This is old school for me. I, I said this a long, long time ago. I said, man, I wish they, they had pro sports in, in, in Israel and Pakistan, or in, in Israel and, and uh, Palestine. I was like, can you imagine how good those guys' arms would be? You know, you, you got Sadat Jajim. He's the pitcher for the Palestinian rock throwers. Rock throwers is where I went a little too far. They said they said it was okay. I said, well, what about talking about them all having magic carpets? They're like, no, you can't say that. I said, so so I can't call them the 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 Palestinian rock rock throwers anymore. Okay, all right. Oh, that's back when radio was kind of fun. Now it's now it's a fucking blast. Podcasting is a fucking blast. You can't say that in Iraq, though. <laughs> Come to Iraq. It's a blast. That has so many meanings over there. Because they don't know what a hoot is. They know what a blast is. Yeah, so thank you to the uh, the wonderful newspaper, the Tehran Times, to let to let your enemy 
Israel know where you're going to be shooting. That's awesome. Bravo. Way to go, guys. All right, last story here. This ought to be pretty good here because this is true right here. Uh, our boy is at it again, Kim Jong-un. He's like, he's like the Asian Oprah. Have you ever noticed that? Kim Jong-un is the Asian Oprah. Because, you know, we started, we met him when he was real, real fat. Then something happened, he lost some weight, and then he got fat again. Now he's kind of skinny again. And instead of giving shit away, he kills people. You are sentenced to death. You are sentenced to death. And he's done it. His firing squads have been busy executing people recently. And I got to give him a nod on this one. I got to say, all right. They've executed at least seven North Koreans in the last 10 years for watching, listening to, or sharing K-pop. Good. Uh, is that a problem? Does that mean does that mean we ain't gonna get no more BTS? Because if that's the case, hell, I'm thinking about moving to North Korea and voting for the son bitch. Hey, do you, hey, hey, Kim Jong Un, you think you could go after Florida Georgia Line too? Seoul-based Transitional Justice Working Group has documented 27 executions that were carried out on charges of watching or distributing. South Korean entertainment. Since taking power, Kim Jong-un has cracked down on not only eating, but South Korean media. He previously attacked such entertainment, calling a vicious cancer. Uh, When it comes to BTS, that is a vicious cancer. That's cancer of the ears. Later that day, a scrumptious feast will be held in North Korea with mystery meat. Maybe his weight changes are in direct relation to the number of people he executes. Like skinny year means he's left more people live and shared rations. A fat year says he killed a few and took a few of their rations. This guy's a this guy's a nut, man. I tell you what. Oh, oh, Kim Jong-un. I, 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 if I ever saw him in public, I'd sucker punch the shit out of him. That, that's just going to happen. And, yes, I'll be executed, and they'll shove bayonets up my ass and do all that kind of stuff, but at least I got to punch him. Arnie, vote in North Korea by mail. It's safer. And, well, how long until he declares a war on Pitbull? Do that, and you might have the USA behind you. Amen to that. Kim Jong-un, as soon as you kill somebody for doing this. Disappear like Banksy from ocean to ocean, see the sea. He's 305 till he die, yo. Kim Jong-un is 305, but he didn't die yet. God damn, Pitbull is terrible. Man, he is so... He, look, I would... 
if it came down to him or BTS, I choose going deaf. That, that, I, w- I would choose going deaf. If, if it's down to those two and those are the only things I can listen to, I'm, I'm going deaf. I, I'm just telling you. We got the point. <laughs> you really don't like that, do you? BTS is a, the Korean pop group. They're K-pop. And, and BTS stands for Born to Sing. And a lot of shit they sing is in Korean. So I can't understand the goddamn thing they say. But the kids love them. I don't know why. Anyone else hoping they change the area code so his gimmick is over? Amen, that'd be great. If they change it from the 305 to like 612. Ogre says, adios familia. I'm off to judge the Miss Iran contest. The evening burger competition is a real blast. Well, Ogre, you're not alone because I have a bunch of places I got to run to this afternoon. So that is going to do it for us today on the big show. Thank you to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy uh, and his football picks that we did today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, of course, is. We all know what tomorrow is, right? It's fun, fun. Yeah, you're damn right. It is Friday tomorrow, people. Get ready. Live music tomorrow. Not live, like in the studio. Uh, we'll just play all the songs that, that were recorded live. And then next week, Christmas music. So uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until next week, have a fantastic Thursday. And adios, everybody. Most of the time I still raise a little cane With the boys Honky tonks and pretty women Lord, I'm still right there with them Singing about the crowd and the noise Sometimes I feel like Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change What I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song And I'll be an old troubadour When I'm gone That a damned old mirror Don't really tell the whole truth It don't show what's deep inside Or read between the lines And it's really no reflection of my youth Sometimes I feel like Jesse James Still trying to make a name Knowing nothing's gonna change What I am I was a young troubadour When I wrote in on a song I'll be a
Artie State Show at ArtieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.